But here we go. Elon just in there, all white uniforms, the white helmets. The Dukes with the gold helmets today to celebrate the 2000s, and they've got the purple jerseys and purple pants. Salmon Van Horst have a chance here and have a seam to the 25-30. Brace a tackle, 35, and he's out across the 37-38 yard line. Good return by Solomon. And good field position to start the football game for James Madison. Yeah, good blocking by the uh, special teams. They opened that seam right up the middle of the field, and Solomon knows what to do with it and sets the Dukes' offense up really in good field position here to start this game. 38-yard line will be the spot on the far side going left to right. Percy J. Obese in a boot on the sideline. He will not play in this game. He is not dressed out. Noah Turner also in a boot. He will not play today. Latrell Palmer starts at running back. And we see Liam Fernadel, left tackle, making his first start since game one. Hand off to Latrell Palmer, running to the right side. He tries to cut back in, breaks a tackle, and just going to kind of move the pile. And then he drags tackles yeah, to the 44 near the 45-yard line. Going to give him six yards on first down when it probably should have went for only two. Good job to finish the run by Latrell Palmer. Yeah, Tristan Cox and Osgaard got in the backfield a little bit and kind of slowed him up, but he was able to make something out of that play. Good gain on first. Going in some tempo here early. Reggie Brown split to the near side right with Chris Thornton. Cheatham will come in motion now. Wing on the left side. Antoine Wells, Jr., left side. Going to throw it to Antoine, left side of the 50. Across midfield, breaks a tackle to the 43-yard line. First down, James Madison. It's an Ergie's cheesesteak first down just like that into Phoenix territory, and they play with tempo at the Elon 43. Well, last week the Dukes did not use the uh, bubble screen and then quick touts, but this time they have, and it's paid dividends early here, first two plays. And now it's an empty backfield. Five receivers in the set. Wells. And Palmer left side. Now Latrell's going to come in motion. He'll settle in the backfield to the right of Cole Johnson. The shotgun formation from the Elon 43-yard line. Another handoff to Latrell. Bounces outside, goes one-on-one, and gets spun down and tackled for a loss of one yard. Good job coming up from the corner spot that name. Trayvon Jones, a sophomore from Warrington, North Carolina. The play was really made again by Tristan Cox, who got double-teamed but still pushed the ball deep into the backfield and caused Latrell to have to go wider than he would have liked to go. So second down and 11 now for James Madison from the Elon 44-yard line just underway. First drive of the football game. Reggie Brown, Chris Thornton come to the near side right. Scott Bracey battling entry right now. He is dressed out. We'll see if we see him today, but Brown gets the start. Cole Johnson, three-step drop. Looks deep down the right sideline for Chris Thornton, and he's not going to get there in time. Overshot him on this near sideline. Coverage on the play. By the safety, Dylan Tucker. He was stride for stride with Thornton on a wheel route from his inside receiver position. It'll be third down, and a good uh, rush. They brought extra people up front to Elon on that particular pass play. So now it is a third down and long. On third down, the Dukes have been very good. They're second in the CAA to Elon, 13th in the country at 46%. Last week they were 9 for 22 against Delaware. Out of the shotgun again. Cole Johnson, a deep drop. Looks left sideline. Going to fire that way for Antoine. He makes the catch. Gets a foot in bounds. Has the first down. Great grab by Antoine Wells Jr. at the 32, and they'll move the six. And that's the kind of contested catch we did not see really a week ago, Dave. Good-looking run. And Cole had to wait for him to uncover. Going to bring two tight ends into the formation now as Drew Painter back healthy. After the ankle injury earlier in the season, he and Cheatham will be the main tight ends today with no Noah Turner. Those two are set up on the left side with two receivers on the right, Wells and Thornton. The back is Lorenzo Bryant Jr. now. He's going to be more run without Percy and without Kalon Black. Here's a fake handoff. Pass to the near sideline complete on a quick out to Chris Thornton. He's throwing out of bounds inside the 25 down to the 22-yard line. Almost 10 yards, and they will move the sticks of the Urgie's cheesesteak first down. The Dukes with three of them on the drive, nearing the red zone for the first time as we are just underway. 
from the 22-yard line of Eli. Going to send two receivers to the short side of the field this near side right. Good protection so far for Cole Johnson. He's going to send Cheatham in motion. He's a wing on the right side now with Painter attached. Hand off to Lorenzo Bryant Jr. He's going to cut back to the 20. Breaking tackles. Oh. He puts his shoulder pads down low and collides with the free safety Cole Coleman and able to get six yards up to the 16-yard line as he goes between the hash and the numbers on this near side. We've often talked about the Lorenzo Bryant, the running back for the JMU Dukes, with a power in his legs, and he delivers a blow at the point of attack. He got an extra yard with that contact. Second down and four. They are in the O'Neill's Grill red zone for the first time. Can they score six, though? That's been the issue. It's a handoff to Lorenzo. Bounces to the left side. He's got a first down to the 10-yard line and powers to the 9. Right between those hash marks. It'll be first and goal. James Madison at the 9-yard line of Elon. Got up there behind the All-American Liam Fanatel and also the freshman. And was able to power through. Good change of direction in the hole, too, for Lorenzo. Really good running for Lorenzo Bryant. He's going to come out of the football game. Latrell Palmer is back in. First down and goal for James Madison. Opening drive from the 9-yard line. Wells and Thornton to the near side right. Clapping his hands is Cole Johnson. Hand off to Latrell. He's going to be patient, trying to find a hole. He falls forward for two, almost three to the six. As it will be second down and goal now, is helping to make that tackle was Joey Barbera, one of their defensive linemen. Second down and goal from the six-yard line. They're going to keep the same personnel, two tight ends, two receivers. This is their 12 personnel with Latrell Palmer the back. Elon brings in an extra defensive lineman, Josh Johnson. Both tight ends attached now on each side of the line of scrimmage in motion. Across the formation, Antoine Wells. Handoff, Latrell Palmer. He's going to get more right up the middle to about the three. So back-to-back three-yard run. Three-yard runs will set up now a third down and goal from the three-yard line. And now a third tight end is going to come into the football game. So they will go with their heavy package here. As coming in for the first time now is the redshirt freshman Kelly Mitchell. That's shown well in, uh, in practice. Kelly's earning some time here with the injury. And also bring Lorenzo Bryant back at the back position. In the pistol formation. Having a hard time getting their personnel off the field. They finally do. Here's a handoff. Lorenzo Bryant Jr. bounces outside. Fights for yardage near the goal line. And he's going to be stopped at the one. It'll be fourth down and goal. And Coach Signetti says we are going for it. No thought about it. He's going to bring in Mike Green. And Bryce Carter. We saw this in practice. Jumbo. So jumbo. this is their jumbo formation. Mike Green and Bryce Carter have come into the football game. They will be blocking backs. It's going to be wildcat formation. Cole Johnson is sitting, is standing next to Coach Signetti and Coach Sinceri. Bryce. So out of the wildcat is Lorenzo Bryant Jr. They overload the right side of the offensive line. Snap back to Lorenzo. He runs that way. Can he get there? He will not. He stops short. Elon stops them at the one-yard line. A goal line stand by the Phoenix. And the issues in the red zone of punching it in the end zone continue for James Madison. Uh, linebacker Nick Veloz comes up and uh, got in behind the play, and there was a mad But, right but, there. it is offsides. There is a flag right here. It's on the gold in the end zone. You can't see it. There's offsides on Elon. Elon was off the field, did not know. It's offsides. Phoenix, it will be Another fourth down opportunity for James Madison from inside the one-yard line. Well, Coach Tristiani can't be happy about that. You're right. The official, the line judge on the near side dropped his flag, but it was in the purple paint of the end zone, so it was really hard to pick up. It was in the purple and almost the gold of, of the outline of the James Madison, so it will be fourth and less, fourth and goal from inside the one-yard line. Cole Johnson is back out there. Lorenzo Bryant the back. It's a handoff to Lorenzo. He's chopped down and won't get there again. 
Oh, my. Again, the issues continue getting into the end zone. Two chances from the one. They get a break, and that's another offsides on Elon. Another flag comes down, and the Phoenix are offsides for the second consecutive time. It's the third opportunity now for James Madison from inside the one-yard line. Well, Marvin Pearson shot the gap and got into the feet of Bryant, knocked him off his feet. How many cats have nine lives? How many do the Dukes have here in the scoring zone? Well, let's hope the Dukes have three oh right now. Oh, my gosh, yes. So fourth down and goal. The ball is about a centimeter from the goal line, but they stay in the pistol. Hand off right side. Lorenzo powers in, and he no. does he get there. Fumble. He's turned, and the ball's out. He will not get there. Elon does it three times from inside the one-yard line, and James Madison does not get in. All security. Lorenzo, strong running back, got stood up at the line, got hit early, turned, and as he turned, the ball got popped with a helmet, bounded back to the three-yard line. And they are saying that it is a fumble. He was not down. It looked like he had enough, uh, had a steam to get into the end zone, but a tremendous job by Elon. And the this crowd is stunned right now. It is under review right now, so they will look at it. But as we've seen a couple of angles, I don't think he got there, and I think it's a fumble. Could be there just looking at it to see the spot of the ball. Wow. The on the field call was a fumble, and the ball recovered at the three-yard line as it shot backwards. Boy, some boo-birds out here uh, at Bridgeforth as well. Obviously, it is well known about the struggles to get into the end zone here the last couple of weeks. It just and keeps building kind of, Dave. Oh, the more man. times you're not able to do it, the more tension that uh, you get. They had three cracks from inside the one. Elon gifted them two opportunities, and they still could not get into the end zone. This is why they are the number one team in the CAA and number five in the country in red zone defense. Absolutely. And they shot gaps. They got in behind. They got into the feet of. They got depth. First down. So the ruling stands. It's fumbled back to the three-yard line. So Elon will start with the football from their own three. Again, Lorenzo was close to getting in, but then he got stood up. Somebody came in and popped the ball out. It popped back to the three, and that's where the Phoenix is able to grab the football, and they start from their own three-yard line backed up. As we are scoreless with 9-10 to play here in the opening quarter, the opening drive for the Dukes ends at the goal line with three opportunities, and they cannot get in. David Cheek against the... The Dukes have been known to go long early in the play. Davis Cheek out of the pistol formation. Jalen Thomas is his back in the pistol. The JMU fans on their feet. Zone read, handoff to Thomas. He'll slow the through for about two to the five, maybe the six-yard line, pick up three on first down. Kelvin Azanama got in there and pressed at the line of scrimmage, gave him a big bear hug and brought him down. They get just across the thing, so a three-yard gain. So one thing that Coach Signetti said in pregame, that they can't fall asleep with the run game. They only average 90 yards per game, but all of a sudden, if you worry pass, 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 all of a sudden they pop one for 20 or 30, and that's what they've done the past couple of meetings. So they've got to be cognizant of the run game with Jalen Thomas, and also Cheek can keep the football as well. He's athletic enough to do it. Davis Cheek on second down seven will shift the back to the right this time. It's Thomas. It's going to be a zone read again. It's a handoff to Thomas. He waits his patient. Sam Kidd comes up to make the stop, but he's out near the 11-yard line, and that'll be a third down and two coming up for Elon. A couple of good running plays from deep in their own end. A third down and two, and they lead the CAA in third downs at 46.3%. little trap block inside. Got a little bit of a seam. Able to grind it into a manageable third down play here, deep in their own territory. Good for JMU, you'd like to get a three and out here and get the football right back in good field position. 
Big third down and three early in the game, no score. Eight minutes to play, opening quarter. Davis Cheek in the shotgun. He's got two receivers each way. He's going to look to the right side under pressure. He's going to go down. Mike Green right there. Now he dumps it late to the receiver. They're going to say he was not down. It's an incomplete pass. Mike Green absolutely destroyed the man in front of him. Got to Davis Cheek. Cheek threw it late to his back, who didn't even see it coming. But what we talked about, this defensive line getting pressure on Davis Cheek, it comes to fruition on the first pass play for Elon. But give credit to that secondary in that sense, Dave, because Cheek had enough time possibly, but he just collapsed around him. Isaac Uku was also there. He's just able to get his arm going forward enough. That was a dangerous play that uh, could have been a turnover for Elon. Absolutely. On the punt now is... Jeff Yurk, a freshman from Southern Pines, North Carolina. He's averaging 38.6 yards per punt. Jack Stroba stands at his own 50. Kind of a rugby-style punt. Low-line drive. This is returnable, but he's not going to be able to get there. Stroba couldn't get there, and it's going to bound into JMU territory across midfield to the 47-yard line. Still good field position for the offense as they move the football but could not punch it in on their opening drive. Timeout on the field. Halfway through the opening quarter, no score. 7.32 left. First quarter from Bridgeforce Stadium with Clintus. I am Dave Riggert. You're listening to James Madison Football on the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network. No score here at Bridgeforce Stadium. The Dukes used 9 minutes and 10 seconds off the clock. Could not get in the end zone despite all the efforts they had at that point. And uh, now we'll have their second opportunity out near the midfield stripe. Another game is going on around the CAA right now. Wayman Mary leads Villanova 17-3 with 4.20 left to go in the second quarter. How about that? 17 points by the Tribe against uh, undefeated in the league Villanova. Also Maine leading Rhode Island at Rhode Island 21-3. 3.58 left to go in the second. A look around the CAA brought to you by Centera with Clint Estes. I am Dave Rigard. Thanks for joining us for JMU football from Bridgeforth. Cloudy day today. The rain holding off so far. No score halfway through this opening quarter. Second drive for James Madison. They begin from their own 47-yard line. Stanley Hubbard, the new center, was good with his snaps on the opening drive. Play-action pass. Cole Johnson goes over the middle. Open is Chris Thornton. Lobs it to him at the 35. Spun down near the 30. Great touch pass by Cole Johnson. Comes to the near sideline. They'll mark him at the 29 for a gain of 24 yards on first down for JMU. Nice touch by Cole. He just kind of laid and floated that ball over in stride, running right down the seam. Chris Thornton and Antoine Wells had three total catches last week in that one over Delaware. They've got three catches combined so far here halfway through this opening quarter. Antoine, a single coverage, far side left. In motion is Drew Painter to the left side. He's a wing now on that side. Latrell Palmer to the back. They're going to go to Antoine. Quick hitch, and he's going to turn up field to the 20. Break a tackle, 15. He's down to the 12-yard line. There's 17 more for Antoine Wells. If you're going to play off a seven, throw to him. Let him do some work after the catch. Good hustle, though, in the secondary after the first missed tackle as uh, Bryce Graves, one of the linebackers, was able to run him down from behind. From the 11-yard line, another Ergie's cheesesteak first down into the O'Neill's Grill red zone. But (laughs) can they get in that painted area down there? Six and a half to go here first quarter. Cole Johnson will put Painter in motion. He's a wing on the right side now. Johnson, chest high snap. He's a fake handoff. He's going to keep the football. He gets spun down after a double team at about the 8-yard line. Picks up three. It will be second down and seven. They can get a first down at the one-yard line. Second down, seven now from the eight for James Madison. Now going to go with their three-receiver set. Reggie Brown checks into the football game. So Brown and Thornton to the right side. Cheatham this way as well, the tight end in this formation. Palmer the back and left side is Antoine Wells. From the eight-yard line, second down and seven yards to go. Cole Johnson in the shotgun formation. 
Three receivers in a bunch just off the right tackle. Play action pass. Cole looks right side. Fires toward the end zone. Sitting down in the zone is Clayton Cheatham and makes the catch. Falling down backwards. He's in. Touchdown. James Madison. They get on the board with 5.53 to go. Opening quarter. Touchdown, JMU. The streamers come flying. The marching Royal Dukes play. And Clayton Cheatham catches his first touchdown of this season. He's caught many in his career, but none bigger than that to get the Dukes out here this afternoon. To the first lead here in the first quarter. He had two in the spring. That's his fifth career touchdown reception. Cole Johnson, 33rd career TD for Cole, 16th this season. Just his second in the last four football games. Couldn't run it in. Let's throw the football in, and they do. Here's the PAT by Ratke. It is perfect. It's 7-0. James Madison with 5.53 to go here in this opening quarter. 7-0 Dukes. We'll come back with a kickoff as we continue with James Madison football on the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network. On their second possession of the afternoon here at Bridgeforth, the Dukes able to cash it in. Four plays, 53 yards, this time only using a minute and 39 seconds for the first score of the day. An eight-yard touchdown pass to tight end Clayton Cheatham. And the Ratke kick was good. Well, Dave, uh, the, the tempo has worked for JMU. They've, they have been able to kind of control a little bit in their first couple possessions, just not able to cash in on that first one with multiple opportunities. Key now is can you keep this quarterback and this offense for Elon, quiet. A lot of time has already gone here in the first quarter. Well, and the one thing you can do against a high-powered quarterback and offense is keep the ball offensively so that they don't have many <laughs> possessions. And so far, they have three snaps. And the Dukes have controlled the football so far. And they've done it both running and passing. They haven't ran it great, but they've run it effectively at times. About three yards per carry. But seven passes, nine runs. Cole Johnson, a sensational start. Six of seven, 85 yards in the touchdown. And I love seeing Antoine Wells and Chris Thornton get involved early in the football game. Already five combined catches after just three the entire football game last Saturday. Well, they're giving uh, Antoine Wells Jr. for JMU a little bit of room over there. And he's been able to use that somewhat. Already 43 yards for Antoine and 34 for Chris. And I love getting the tight ends involved, too, especially in the red zone. Camden Wells will tee it up. They kind of go unnoticed sometimes because the Dukes have been using them so much for blocking that they have not been able to slip the tight ends out. There is Camden Wise to kick off left to right. And he drives it to this near sideline. The return will be from Trayvon Jones. He calls for the fair catch about the 14-yard line, so they'll take it to the 25. That's one thing the Dukes have done a tremendous job of late is covering on kicks and punts. They have been awesome at it the last few weeks, and Coach Signetti has talked about how their guys take a lot of pride in that and how they've gotten better and better every single week. And he said in pregame, one of the keys is we've got to be great on special teams. So that's something that they've done a great job of so far. We're going to take another TV timeout. We'll keep it right here with 5.53 to play in this opening quarter but a good start for the Dukes just didn't cash in it really should be a 14 nothing football game at this point in time but they'll take it 7 nothing. James Madison as they lead Elon and well the pressure that they've been put on able to put on Elon in this first half they played most of this first quarter in their end of the field and we we're talking about special teams last week it seemed like it was the Jalen Walker show the linebacker out of Richmond all the plays he made but there have been a host of people on that special team side that have made a difference uh here. Let's take another quick look around the CAA. Maine now leads Richmond, they, or excuse me, Rhode Island, 24-3. That game is at halftime, so 24-3 Maine. Richmond has come back to take the lead on New Hampshire, 17-14 in their football game at UNH. William & Mary, 17, 
Yeah. Villanova three with eight, 18 seconds to go in the first half. Wow. Let's hope that one continues. Towson leads Albany 3 nothing first quarter, and it's uh, Delaware playing Dixie State in a non-league game, 17-7. That score right now, the Blue Hens have the lead, but we'll keep our eyes ho- open on that uh, Wayman Mary and Villanova game. That has gone to half. It's 17-3, Wayman Mary. The Dukes will travel to take on the Tribe here in a couple of weeks, but uh, that'll be an interesting, interesting second half up at Nova. Next week, the Dukes have homecoming here. They'll be playing the... Campbell, Fighting Campbells? Oh, fighting Camels, sorry. I, <laughs> Campbell, Campbells, Camels, yes. Thank you. Thank you <laughs> it is hard to say sometimes. They, uh, <laughs> the uh, Charleston Southern leading that ball game against Campbell, 13 to nothing in the second quarter, right before halftime as well. And so homecoming next week, a non-league game, then they'll close out the regular season. Hard to believe there's only three more regular season games after this week, but they'll close out the regular season at William & Mary and then home against Towson to close things out. So the Dukes up 7-0 here, and again, if they could get some help from William & Mary today, then all of a sudden Villanova would have a loss in the league, and the Dukes and they still possibly have a, share a conference championship. If that were to happen, they, Villanova still has to play Delaware at the end of the yep. season. If Delaware can figure out their quarterback situation, could be a ball game. Here we go, out of the timeout, first down 10 for Elon. Dressed in their all-white today with the white helmets and the E on the side. Going to send a man in motion across the formation, Cortez Weeks. Davis Cheek at quarterback out of the shotgun. Going to roll the pocket to the right side. Bryce Carter giving some pressure. Going to step up. Nowhere to go. He's going to be tackled back the line of scrimmage. Boy, you mentioned it on the first pass play they had. Yeah. Coverage down the field. This time, same thing. Carpenter that time helps make the stop for the Dukes along with Kelvin Azanama. Well, Davis Cheek has been so hot in the last few weeks, he's willing to take those shots in close territory. That tells me there wasn't really anything on no. the upside for him to go with for the Dukes to get that sack to give back. And the coaching staff has said how he gets rid of it so quickly. So, obviously, there was nothing open right away. Davis Cheek looks over the defense. Zone read, quick pass to the right side. There's one of those quick passes to the perimeter across the 30. Outside the numbers to the 20, make it 31-yard line. Chris Chukwunaki there to make the stop. It was Bryson Dotry who made the catch for Elon. But it'll be a third down coming up, third down, and about three from the 32 now is where they mark the football, and they'll play with some tempo. Over one on third down, but they lead the CA at just over 46%. They and JMU both at 46%. Got to watch for Thomas out of the backfield. They like to hit him on a wheel right now. They're going to split him out wide. Dukes trying to change their defense now as they empty the backfield for Davis Cheek. Now they will bring Thomas back across the formation. He's going to go in motion. They look that way for him. Going to sling it. He's wide open. Again, a lot of eye candy that time. He makes the man miss and gets out near the 50-yard line. The tackle made by MJ Hampton at the midfield stripe. Coming over there late to try and make the tackle was Torres Carroll. Couldn't make it. He began in the backfield, went to the right side, came in motion. A lot of that eye candy. Don't know where he's going to go. And a great job as they try and snap it again quick. And here's Thomas on the run off the right side. Gets three to the 47-yard line before Chris Chukwinecki knocks him down. It'll be second down and seven now in a JMU territory at the 47. Chuck Winnick has been making a lot of tackles for the Dukes in the last few weeks, and that was a previous play. That was indeed a very difficult play to defense because Thomas passed by quite a few defenders before Torres Carroll had a chance at him. That was his 24th reception. Yeah. And that's, again, that's a running back with a lot of catches. Jordan Swan's checked in for Torres Carroll as a corner now. He's on the far side left of this defense. And now movement on the left tack, left guard, I should say, and that's Jabril Williams. Ball start. Offense, number 72, five-yard penalty. 
Second down. Now that's what Elon does not want to do. Yep, that was Caleb Krings, the freshman from Fayetteville, North Carolina. <laughs> he is a true freshman going up against Mike Green right yeah. now. I think I know why he flinched. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. He saw Mike kind of shift over right in front of him, and he wanted to get a jump start. Second down now and 12 yards to go. Duke show pressure. Will they bring or will they just rush four? Going to bring a little bit of pressure late. And going to be incomplete. They threw near sideline, a comeback route on the near sideline for Jackson Parham, their top receiver at 41 catches this year. Greg Ross in coverage, but because of the pressure, Davis Cheek had to throw it early. Last week in the game, he had 17 consecutive completions and was 27 out of 31, just two for four to start this football game. Yeah, Parham I like a lot. Shows a lot of confidence, plays with a lot of poise out there at the wide receiver spot. And now it's third down and 12. The Dukes have them where they want them. Can they get them off the football field as they're at their own 48-yard line? Cortez Weeks comes in motion. Davis Cheek, not a ton of time. Going to take a shot on the left sideline. Has a man over the top to the 20. Makes the catch 10-5, and he's in. Touchdown, Elon. The catch this time from Bryson Dotry out of the slot on a wheel route beat Chris Chukwinecki. Tremendous play and throw. 52 yards for the touchdown for Elon. Cheek looks to the left side. He knew where he was going with the football, and you just saw that pinpoint control. We've seen both quarterbacks already in this first quarter drop it in to that, and then on the run, full stride down the far sideline. No help. Francis Meehan had to come over from the safety to help. He couldn't get there. That's a tough cover for Chuck Konecki because, again, Cortez Dotry very talented in the slot that time. Kind of ran a, a, a pick route on that, too. And the kick is good by Skyler Davis. That'll make it 7-7 with 3.21 to go here in the opening quarter. As James Madison and Elon now evened up after the 52-yard touchdown pass from Davis Cheek. And just when you think you have them where you want them, all of a sudden a guy like that can, can make a big play. And Davis Cheek, we've seen so many backup quarterbacks this year. A lot of them probably can't make that throw. He's one that certainly can. He surely can. Six plays, 75 yards, two minutes and 32 seconds. The 52-yarder to Daughtry, his fifth TD of the season for Elon. And so now this Duke's special teams, and then the offense uh, needs to go. Last time Solomon Van Horst made a good return on this. like to see Solomon break one on this return. Or Malinagi, either one. Davis. Has 26 kickoffs, nine touchbacks so far this year, including earlier this in this game with a touchback. Talk now about. they're actually going to bring in Jeff Yurk, the freshman punter, who will be the kickoff guy this time. Yurk has well, this could 33 be. kickoffs and four touchbacks. Yeah. This will not be a touchback. It will give Solomon Van Horst a chance from his own seven-yard line just inside the Near right side hash. Tries to find a seam and not one there. He's going to be tackled on special teams by Davis. Excuse me, but Marcus Hillman back up outside the linebacker. He's going to be stopped shy of the 25, the 23. James Madison begins from their own 23-yard line. Tied at 7 with 3.16 to play here in this opening quarter. Well, both quarterbacks pretty hot. 3 of 5 for Davis Cheek in his 76 yards. Cole Johnson for the Duke, 6 of 7 and 85 so far in this game. Dukes with... Uh, 27 yards on the ground so far with nine carries. Solomon Van Horse will begin as the back this time. We thought we might see Solomon on some early downs instead of just a third down back. Now Chris Thornton goes in orbit motion behind him. Going to a bubble screen outside for Chris. Tries to get a block and does get a pretty good one. But a, coming behind the block to make the tackle that time was the safety. Great job of flying in there by Cole Coleman. 
to trip him up. It'll be just a two-yard gain for Chris Thornton on that bubble screen to the left side. Coleman came a long way. He, he was lined up on the left side as the safety on the left came all the way across the field to make that stop. Only a two-yard gain for JMU. Trips down to the near side right. Three receivers for Cole Johnson. Van Horse is the back to the right of Cole Johnson. Cole is eight of, make it seven of eight so far in the football game. Second and eight from their own 25-yard line. Wells goes in motion to the left side now. Here is a handoff to Solomon, and he gets spun around for a gain of one as he goes right between the hash marks that time. The tackle by Devontae Chandler, their middle linebacker. Third down and seven now coming up for James Madison. That's one thing they want to do a little bit more of with Solomon is be able to run with him when he's in the field, on the field. So defenses don't know that it's always going to be a pass when Van Horse is in the football game, try and break some of those tendencies that you see for teams. Still interesting that Elon goes single coverage against Wells and Thornton. On third down, the Dukes are one for two. Third down, seven from their own 26-yard line. Palmer the back, three receivers right side, one left side. That's Antoine going to go over the middle of the football field. It's Ravenel to the 40-yard line, has a first down, and then fights for yardage near midfield. He's going to be marked down at the 48-yard line. Devin Ravenel, the catch. That's his second of the season, and it goes for a first down. Now Devin was hurt in the preseason and a long way back for this young man from Stafford, Virginia, to get back in this ballgame and play, and uh, he certainly credited there. Good foot speed to get the first. So Devin stays in the game. They'll go with four receivers to play with some tempo. Reggie Brown to the right side, three receivers to the far side left. They're at the 48-yard line. They faked left side. Now Cole's going to take off and run and die for yardage. They defended it well. They were going to throw a screen left side for Wells or Thornton. And the the corner on the far sideline, Jones, he was going to pick that thing off. So Cole, again, we talked about his decision-making. Great job that time to not throw it and go get yardage. He's across midfield of the 46. He picks up about seven yards. Middle of linebacker Devontae Chandler had to roll out there. Their number one tackler to knock Cole off his feet. They'll give him six to the 46-yard line. Palmer stays in the football game. Ravenel checks out. And it's Clayton Cheatham. Fake handoff again. They want to take a shot. Going to fire it high, left side, spiral. Antoine Wells makes the grab inside the 15-yard line. Got a foot in bounds. First down, Antoine Wells Jr. Down to the 11-yard line. A 31-yard strike from Cole Johnson. Drop it in the bucket, baby. I'm going to tell you what, there was not much separation, but the cornerback never got turned around, and Wells just able to reach over and hold on. Here's a handout to Latrell. He gets to the 10 for a gain of one, but I think a timeout before that by Elon's coaching staff. They were running down the sideline, and they got the timeout before the play. So a timeout for the Phoenix. They want him to look at that catch. Prior to the play, Elon has called their first charge timeout. To review the previous Uh play of a completed pass. And JMU, of course, Dave, was trying to get to that line of scrimmage, of course, to make the the play go. As they do that, let's go ahead and take a break quick. 26 seconds left here in the opening quarter of play. 7-7 tie. Duke's on the move. We'll come back with more as you're listening to James Madison Football, the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network. Well, up and down the field we go. And wherever you are this afternoon, we're glad to have you on this uh, Late October day, Halloween tomorrow, and uh, the Dukes and the Elon Phoenix battling here as they Here's take a look. After review, the ruling on the field is confirmed. It's a completed pass. Elon is charged the timeout. They have no remaining challenges left. Please reset the game clock to 30 seconds. 
Uh, we saw the replay during the timeout. It didn't even look like it was that close to being out of bounds. He, it, it was a perfect throw, as you mentioned. No, it would not have been both feet in bounds. Yeah. But he got a solid right foot in there going out of bounds and held on at the same time. And now the Dukes in the O'Neill's Gills red zone again this afternoon. Already three times. They're yep. one for two. Let's see if they can punch it in again. 12 personnel with a running back and two tight ends. One receiver each way. Drew Painter goes in motion. A wing on the left side now for Cole Johnson. Chest high snap turns and gives to Latrell. Trying to find a hole. There's nowhere to go. Bouncing between the hash and the numbers. He gets one, maybe two to the nine. And that'll be our final play of this opening quarter of play. So it's been, you mentioned fireworks. It's been back and forth. It's been up and down. This JMU offense has been outstanding so far. 178 total yards. But right now it's a 7-7 tie. See if they try and run a play. They may. There's down to six seconds. They'd have to hustle right now. So I think they'll just let this roll out, and they'll play the second quarter. That'll do it. At the end of one quarter, we are tied at seven. James Madison and Elon as we continue from Bridgeport Stadium. Quarter two next as you're listening to James Madison Football on the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network. Well, one chapter completed this afternoon's ball game. CAA matchup. And two one-loss teams, Elon and JMU. And... Uh, Elon only ran nine offensive plays in that first quarter and still have the 7-7 tie. The Dukes had drives of uh, 12 plays, 4 plays, and 6 plays in the first quarter. And if we look a look at the numbers, 180 yards for JMU, 144 through the air, 36 on the ground. For Elon, 88 total yards, 76 through the air, One of that, most of that on one big 53-yard pass and 12 yards rushing in this game. Third down, both teams 2 of 3. And so far this afternoon... The Dukes have a sack today as well. In the red zone, the Dukes one up three on the afternoon and held the ball, as we said, for 10 minutes and 50 seconds to 4-10 for Elon. That just shows you how much it, Dave it is to keep this ball away from yeah. this Elon offense as Cheek went three for five in that first quarter. You can hear all of the, the fans cheering right now. That's because they're honoring the 2021 Women's College World Series softball team here at James Madison. So... They, they have them out there. Odyssey Alexander is back today, and uh, they are honoring them here between the first and second quarters so you can hear the cheers and applause for an unbelievable spring for the JMU softball team. Well, it was, and it, it you know certainly that did a, went a long way for the, the Dukes to say, look, we're ready for this move possibly to come because <laughs> you know, that's something we we're haven't gonna talked bring, about today. We're, we're right. going to bring a quality softball, baseball, and all other sports to, uh, to wherever we end up being. Obviously, yesterday became official that the Sun Belt has right. extended an invitation to James Madison, and they are seeking to get into the Sun Belt and go FBS. So after all the speculation, and it is official. They are trying to get there, and we should find out by next week for homecoming. We'll probably know whether that's official or not as they have to present it to uh, the state coming up next next Friday in in Richmond. That's, uh, people tell, ask this week, ask me, well, why didn't O'Dominion have to do that? Well, they're already <laughs> FBS. They yep. just moved conferences. They did not have to move levels. But first things first, let's go win an FCS championship this season, and it starts with winning a football game today. Dukes have it, second down, and eight from the nine-yard line. Cole Johnson wants to throw the football, looks over the middle, comes near side out of the backfield. Salmon Van Horse has the catch, the five, and ran out of bounds on the near sideline by Trayvon Jones, the corner, so he will have it. At the, I'm going to mark him at the four-yard line. So it'll be third down and three from the four. They can get a first down at the one-yard line. They are one for two again in the red zone getting scores. I like that matchup because you've got the linebacker, in that case Marcus Hillman, at 205 pounds, chasing the Solomon Van Horse of this world. 
Antoine Wells comes to the near side left. Three receivers right side for Cole Johnson. Solomon Van Horst to his left. Going to go in motion out of the backfield. Cole Johnson gets the chest high snap. Looks over the middle. Scrambles to his right. He avoids a tackler. Comes back in the end zone. For, it's Reggie Brown in the back of the end zone to make the catch. What a play by Cole Johnson to elude the sack. Find Brown in the back of the end zone. His second touchdown reception of the season. Touchdown, James Madison. Well, Devontae Chandler, the 230-pound junior linebacker, broke free. And the leading tackler and Cole sidestepping beautifully as Grave described. And Reggie Brown gets his second touchdown of the season for the JMU Dukes. That might have been Cole's best play of the year. That was phenomenal to, to go to his right, elude a rusher, come back to the left side, go back to the end zone and find Reggie Brown. And a good job to stay with that route by Reggie. Here's the PAT by Ethan Ratke, and it is good. 14-7, the Dukes have scored TDs in the last two drives. They take a 14-7 lead on Elon. They can get into the end zone when they get in the red zone. 14-7, James Madison will come back with a kickoff. It's 14-7, JMU with 14-26 to play. Second quarter, you're listening to James Madison Football on the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network. Well, your JMU Dukes here at Bridge Forest Stadium in Harrisonburg uh, get the lead once again. Now 14 to seven, as the Dukes go eight plays, 77 yards, three minutes and 50 seconds, four-yard touchdown pass. Cole Johnson, 17th of the season. Reggie Brown, the sophomore out of Lakeland, Florida, with his second TD catch of the year, and uh, the Dukes showing a little offensive power, but more importantly, trying to keep this ball away from Elon. Well, the one thing, too, so far, 189 yards of offense. Yeah. And, you know, Cole Johnson, 11 of 12. I think they they, they I think they love the, the matchup in the pass game against this football team. And I talked to Coach Sinceri a little bit yesterday, and he's just like, we're going to throw the football. I think it's going to be effective for us. And so far, it has come to fruition. 11 of 12 is Cole for 153, two scores. And they're having big games already from Antoine Wells, Chris Thornton. And in the red zone, Clayton Cheatham and Reggie Brown stepping right. up and, and making plays. I think the thing I like about it most is that they are spreading it around. You I mean, know, Devin Ravenel has a catch. Exactly. Yeah. And making big, long plays after the catch. When you look down at those yards after the catch, uh, they certainly uh, can be tremendous builders for it. But well, just, right now, just think Cole last week only threw for 119 yards yeah. for the entire football game. Now the tough task at hand. Short kickoff, fair catch called for and made, and it'll be at about the 12-yard line. So they don't look like I have any interest in uh, returning these. And a great boy who makes the fair catch. They'll have the football at the 25-yard line. They probably know about, and again, one thing that Camden Wise does do is keeps it pretty high. He doesn't yes. kick it deep, but he keeps it yes. high to allow that coverage to get down there. And that's why Delaware was starting at the 20 or inside the 20 all of last week. I think that's one thing. All right, let's call the fair catch, take it to the 25, and get a few more yards than probably what we normally would have. So Davis Cheek and the Elon offense back out there, down 7 again, 14-7 James Madison. 34 seconds gone by. Now an empty backfield as McKinley Witherspoon, the retro freshman, comes in motion out of the backfield. Davis Cheek handles the snap, goes over the middle of the football field, going to find his man at the 40, breaking a tackle as Daughtry again, and he will get first down yards to the 43. It's a gain of 18 yards as Daughtry's the one who also caught the touchdown. They've got talented receivers on the outside. Daughtry ran through the tackle of Wayne Davis, the senior for JMU, to bring it out near the 45. Yeah, being Waku Okonji has checked in. Here's a quick snap. Cheek wasn't even ready for it. Comeback route and a tremendous play on the near sideline. And that's Greg Ross. In his shirt. With Brayboy, he was one-on-one, and he had a chance to intercept that football. Got one last week. He has three this season, but stride for stride, knocks it down with his offhand. Right in front of Coach Signetti, and did a nice job. Was physical with the wide receiver as well. And Brayboy 
would probably try, will sometimes try to set him up on a double move. He's their speed guy on the outside, their deep threat. And again, that was a quick comeback route. They want to get the ball out of his hands very quickly. Second down and 10 from their own 43-yard line. Elon moving left to right. Davis Cheek, the senior quarterback, and now movement. Left tackle, Zane Gilbert, another freshman. He's a redshirt freshman, but he moved on the left side. Full start. Offense, number 76. Five-yard penalty. Second down. That's something they overcame on their touchdown drive, but that's something that they cannot continue to do. They cannot get behind the chains. It'll be second and 15 now back at the 38-yard line of Elon. Good read by Okonji on the far side as well because he, he's, he hasn't played a lot of snaps. He recognized that. He went over and then just made contact to get that play, get that flag. Second down, 15 yards to go. McKinley Witherspoon goes back in motion. He's in the backfield now to the left of Davis Cheek. Two receivers left side, one to the near side right. Long cadence this time, and now a timeout for the Phoenix. Interesting, interesting call. Second charge timeout, Elon. They did not like what they saw. 30-second timeout. So they want to burn their second timeout and make sure that they get the right play. There was some movement on the Dukes defense to kind of change things. They, they looked like they were in a too high, and they kind of swung the defensive secondary over towards the strong side of the field. So Both these quarterbacks today, seniors that have been through a lot of different scenarios, yes. and there's probably a lot of checking line of scrimmage to see what that defense is lined up in, and they probably have a lot of, a lot of freedom to, to change the play, do some different things if they want to before that snap comes. You talked to Coach Heatherman that they've got some adjustments to if Elon tries to adjust after they fake a snap, that Coach Heatherman and the defense, they've got some ability to adjust what they do as well. Second 15 out of the timeout. They'll send two receivers to the near side right with a tight end. It's the wing, Donovan Williams, 6'4", 246. Cheek, three-step drop, looks left side the entire way. Comeback route, good timing. He makes the catch. Swan will gobble him up at the 49-yard line, shy of the sticks, but it'll be a third down. And they'll give him four progress or a gain of 12 as Jackson Parham makes the catch. It's a 13-yard gain. And it is 12. They'll mark it at the 50. So third down and three coming up for Elon. Parham, 6'2", 205. Did a nice job of going down, kind of posting up like you'd see a post player in basketball ask for the ball and had the defensive back for JMU on his backside. It was Torres Carroll earlier in the game starting, but now Jordan Swan has taken his place after Torres missed a tackle. Again, still without Wesley McCormick, who's in a boot. Long time to get the play in here. The play clock's down to four. They have to call another timeout. Wow. They certainly will. Wow. And Coach Trishiani's got his headset off. Final charge timeout for Elon. Screaming at some of his his coaches. And it's going to turn into a timeout for us as well. So we'll step aside. Elon calls his last time out of the half with 13-15 to go. And they are down at 7 with a third down coming up. So we'll come back with that third down play as we continue from Bridgeport Stadium. 13-15 left before halftime. James Madison leading the Elon Phoenix 14-7. You're listening to James Madison Football on the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network. Well, if you're a JMU fan, sixth grade or below, register to win the Top Dog Experience presented by Riddleberger Brothers Incorporated. To register for this VIP experience, visit jmusports.com slash top dog. Well, Dave, what has surprised you so far in this earning? Uh, I do want to mention that uh, Cole Johnson moved into eighth all time in uh, passing yards for JMU. But what surprised you so far? You know, I'm not sure anything's really surprised me. I think it's kind of gone to script. I think Davis Cheek has been good. Cole Johnson's been good. The two senior quarterbacks have stepped up, and now we'll see if the Dukes' defense can get them off the football field. Long way to go in this ballgame. Yeah, no doubt. 
Third drive for the Phoenix. They went three and out on their opening drive. Got a 75-yard touchdown drive and drive number two, and now it'll be a third down from the 50-yard line on the JMU logo at midfield, moving left to right. 13-15 left before halftime, 14-7 JMU. Davis Cheek, long count, going to run a shovel pass. Now throw it left side, and it's going to be complete. The ball came out. It oh, is I'm loose. Sure. That is not a catch. He did not control that ball. He did not control it as he went to the ground. That should be incomplete. But they're going to say he has it. Oh he had it long enough. When he hit the ground, it popped out. They will well, say it's complete to Daughtry and give him a first down. They're trying to run a play quickly here, too. Yes, they are, and they're going to get it. Handoff and getting hit in the backfield and thrown down for a loss is McKinley Witherspoon. First man there. Was it Mike Green? I think it was I Mike. Think it was. Yep, Mike gets the tackle, but... I don't know if the rule is different in college and the NFL, but in the NFL that is not a catch because he did not complete the catch to the ground. When he hit the ground, the ball popped out. Mike Green was lined up right over the center and shot that A-gap just to the right of the center and wrapped up so the running back, Witherspoon. They're behind the sticks now, second down 12 at the JMU 47-yard line. Witherspoon comes back in the game instead of Thomas. Witherspoon has nine catches this year compared to Thomas's 24. Here's a pass to him out of the backfield. Kelvin Lozano trying to chase him down, force him to the boundary this time for a minimal gain. He gets out to the 42-yard line for a gain of about five. So it'll be a third down again so far in the game. Elon is three out of four on third down. They've been as advertised. Both teams are three for four on third down. And now a third down coming up from the 42. It's a third and seven. Well, that's a tough play for the linebacker to have to come yeah. that far from the inside all the way to the numbers on the outside when you have to first curtail the run. Zanima able to hold him to within three or four yards on that play. Two receivers left side. Brayboy and Dotry go that way. Parham comes to the near side right now. Parham goes in motion left side. Davis Cheek out of the shotgun from the JMU 42. He looks left side under pressure. Going to throw over the middle. Wide open as a tight end. Donovan Williams has a lot of room to run. MJ Hampton will make the stop, but he's inside the 30-yard line. Outside the numbers on the far side left down to the 26 for a gain of 16. And Elon now four out of five on third down conversions. Yeah, it was. It was a blitz by the Dukes linebackers, and they kind of got caught. They slipped the tight end out into the flat. At the 26-yard line, they go with tempo. Want to take a shot, going to fire near sideline. It's going to throw it away. That thing was a wounded duck that went toward Harry O'Kelly that one of the GAs intercepted intended for Harry. <laughs> Harry likes to run with the ball. He does. <laughs> Didn't well, get did. a chance that time. Bryce Carter got in there from his end position, kind of grabbed a cheek around the waist a little bit and got in there and kind of caused him to short arm that ball. He threw it away. Good job by the senior. Lived to play another down. It'll be second out and 10 now from the JMU 26-yard line. Elon on the move again. He's going to put McKinley Witherspoon to his left. It's a run to Witherspoon. He's going to break the first tackle into the secondary. Has a first down. Gets spun down. He's helicoptered down. And a flag comes out. This uh -oh. may be helmet to helmet. Uh -oh. At the 14-yard line, it's a gain of 12. But I think you're going to tack on half the distance. Mm. MJ Hampton came up as well. And I think there was some helmet to helmet contact. Jabril Williams, the right guard, trapped inside. And they locked up Diamante Tucker-Dorsey, the JMU linebacker. Personal foul. Targeting. Defense, number 32. Previous play is under further review. It wasn't Wayne Davis. It was MJ Hampton. So I think Wayne was the one that spun around, and then MJ came in. I like so to see now, that again. MJ's already off the field with his helmet off, so he may know something that we don't. But here's the replay. 
And, yep, that'll be a target. He came flying in, and he went helmet to helmet. He will be lost for the second half of this football game. Yeah, you're right. Wayne Davis that's, did turn him around, and then when it's too bad. he was off balance, it was like a heat-seeking missile coming in there from his safety spot. To Well, and let's not forget that MJ is starting in place of Q Reed. So now all of a sudden you're down a couple of free safeties. Now they have some depth there because I'm guessing Sam Kidd will be the next guy in. Who's been playing some Who's already. Who's been playing a lot. Francis Meehan has been playing some as well. But MJ's a guy that's kind of a difference maker and has been making plays all over the field. INT last week. But unfortunately, again, he came flying in. Certainly didn't mean to. But it's going to be a targeting, and he is going to be ejected from this game, it looks like. We can assume that. We haven't had that official announcement. Let's hope it turns out like our conversation in Richmond, (laughs) where we thought for sure that was going to be a targeting, and it wasn't. So difficult to see sometimes from the angle, from where the the cameras. But they look at more views than we have. Yeah. Score update. I'll give you a moment. After review, the ruling on the field is confirmed. Number 32 is disqualified. Personal foul penalty is half the distance to the goal. First down. Well, I'll tell you this. Really puts the JMU defense in tough against a very good quarterback who now knows he's got some more, a little more inexperience in the back end for Davis Cheek. It is Sam Kidd who is going to come in and play, play free safety. But, again, he's put a lot of snaps. It's not like he's some guy that's just coming in off the sideline with oh, he's played in past years played. as well he's had Absolutely. some concussion issues that have kind of kept him they've been real careful with sam but he's a very capable safety football now at the seven yard line it is first down and goal for elon they're going to put two tight ends on the right here's a handoff mckinley witherspoon he's their big back and a pretty good surge up the middle down to the three yard line he gets four and that's one thing that coach signetti said they can't fall asleep with and that was part of that last play in the targeting is that it opened up a big hole, and he was able to get 12 yards. McKinley Witherspoon was on a second and 10. Duke Spring back in that uh, number one front line with Green Carpenter. Carter and Wuku from the three-yard line. Second down the goal, going to shift those tight ends again to the right side of the offensive line. Cheek turns. It's a play-action pass back of the end zone, and it's going to be complete right in front of the goalpost. Touchdown, Elon. It's Cortez Weeks. Had a linebacker, Azama, on him. Kelvin never turned weak side. Great throw by Davis Cheek, and it's now 14-13 with 10-17 to play in the first half. Well, Cortez Week's been around a long time. Long-time senior now at uh, Elon. Got his third touchdown of the after. I mean, of the season, 34th reception of the year. So very dangerous from that slot position. And like you said, had the linebacker on him as opposed to a safety. Yeah, they went with more of a, a run defense that time. So he was lined up against Azanima. The PAT by Skylar Davis is through, and we are tied at 14 with 10-17 to play here in the second quarter of play. Clint Estes, Nick Pearl, I am Dave Rigger. Thanks for joining us from Bridgeforth Stadium. The rain's staying away for now. It has gotten cloudy. We had some sun earlier today. The lights are on on a cloudy, overcast day that has seen a lot of rain the last couple of days around the valley. But right now, these two senior quarterbacks are putting on a show after they first the first drive did not get in the end zone for either one. Both quarterback has led touchdown drives in the last two possessions. 11 plays, 75 yards, 4 minutes and 9 seconds. The three-yard touchdown pass to Cortez Weeks. Reminder, fans, today's game presented by United Bank. United Bank has truly free checking right from the start. United free checking, no minimums or hidden fees. JMU fans, visit United Bank in Harrisonburg for your banking needs today. Here's 
an update around the CAA. Some games have gotten interesting. Tell me about it. James Madison and Elon's out at 14. Oh, okay. Got it, got it. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I'm going to tell you after this kickoff, although I'll give you a couple here real quick. Maine now leads URI, Rhode Island, 24-17. That game's now just a seven-point game. New Hampshire now leads Richmond, 21-17. Villanova trails William Mary, 24-3 yeah, in the baby. third quarter. Here's the kickoff, a horrible-looking kick, and it's going to take a bounce to the boundary and go out of bounds on the far sideline. So not a good kick that time. I mentioned oh. the kickers had not kicked any out of Free bounds. Free kick out of bounds. Kicking team. Ball will be placed at the 35-yard line. First down. So the Dukes like, have good field position. Looked like a cue ball going there. And that when was, it hit the turf at about the 20, it kind of took a immediate twist to the left. And that on the Elon sideline. So the Dukes will have it at their own 35. Good position here. But, boy, it's been a back-and-forth struggle so far for both of these ball clubs. Everybody getting some knocks in. Towson leading Albany 17-0 and Delaware leading Dixie State in a non-league game 17-10. Our look is brought to you by Sentara. Here's a play-action pass. Going to be caught by Antoine Wells. Turns on the near sideline and tries to stay in bounds. Finally gets shoved to the boundary on this near sideline. The coverage as Antoine makes his, his catch number five for Antoine Wells. Shamari Wingard, the corner on this near sideline, giving him a lot of space, gets seven yards really quickly to the 42-yard line. Already five for Antoine after two catches a week ago. Chris Thornton to the far side right. 12 personnel with a running back and two tight ends. Play action pass again for Cole. Let's go down the middle of the football field. Chris Thornton out there, has him at the 20, makes the catch. 15, 10, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Touchdown, JMU. Touchdown, Cole Johnson. Well, Cole was in the rocking chair. He got back there. He got great protection and a little slant pattern deep in the form in stride. And they've been on the money all day long. Cole Johnson nearly perfect today. Has only missed one pass this afternoon. Finally, a deep shot that connects. We saw one to Antoine down the sideline. This one to Chris Thornton. And JMU strikes right back. Well, Thornton ran through the coverage, Dave. He was more wide open than uh, Antoine even thought he could be on his deep catch. Ethan Ratke off of the PAT, and just like that, this Duke's offense has come alive as Cole Johnson has already thrown for 218 and three touchdowns. Timeout on the field. James Madison, 21. Elon, 14, with 9.38 to play here in the second quarter. You're listening to James Madison Football on the Morris Insurance and Financial, JMU Radio Network. Hi, at Bridge Forest Stadium, 9.38 left to go here in the second quarter. The Dukes have struck quick with some lightning. Two plays, 65 yards, 39 seconds off the scoreboard clock. Chris Thornton, fifth touchdown of the season. Young man out of Osborne High School up in uh, the Manassas area, running wild in the secondary on that one. That was a beautiful, beautiful play. And this offensive line has been able to give Cole today a little bit of time in the pocket. He didn't get feel the pressure. Uh, that he experienced maybe even a week ago. Once they get back out there, we need to look to see because Liam Fernadel is back, and, he, and he's, I think it looks like he's playing well. But Stanley Hubbard has done well at center. I also saw Ronnie Altman, the, yeah. the true freshman, kind of warming up and getting ready. So I think he's been rotating in there as well. So they're trying to, I mean, this is, well, this not is sure. the first time these five have played together in a game this season. Right. They're not sure how many plays Fernadel can go. Right. And, you know, he'll, he'll let them know. When and he, and when Tyler he Stevens is in uniform, but he's a little banged up, too. He is as well. Has an ankle problem. And, of course, Liam coming back from surgery on his knee. 
Camden Wise with the kickoff. Duke's up 21-14, 9.38 to play here in the second quarter. Kickoff, and this one is going to be returned. It will be from the six-yard line. See if it's a good decision or not, and it won't be because he's going to be tackled about the 19-yard line. Good job on special teams. We talked last week about Jalen Walker. This time it's Skylar Martin, the other true freshman backup linebacker from Ashburn. Hey, fans, whether you rent to own, GEICO makes it easy to bundle home and car insurance. Having a home is hard work, so get a quote from GEICO.com. It's easy. So Davis Cheek and the Elon offense will begin from their own 19-yard line. Well, you could see Demonte Tucker, Dorsey, and Kelvin Azanama really kind of getting after the, their defensive teammates as they were getting back on the field. They're like, all right, let's go. We've given up two now. Let's don't give That's up a, anymore. That's enough, yeah. Three receivers now is coming in motion as Jalen Thomas out of the backfield. Nobody back there with Davis Sheik. Going to throw the football, obviously, under pressure. Nowhere to go with it. Throws to the near sideline for Thomas, makes the catch. Then he is blasted out of bounds by Chris Chukwinecki, who stands over him. Got to be careful and don't get a flag there. But a good job by Cheek to just keep it alive and get a few yards. He gets three to the 22 on the near sideline. They're all purple dress. Dukes this afternoon with the gold helmets did a little twist up front. They brought the tackle carpenter on the outside, green to the inside to get pressure. See if they get a sack on Davis Cheek. Second down and seven. Football at their own 22-yard line. Down by seven now, 21-14. Nine minutes to play, second quarter. Cheek completing 66% of his passes coming in. He is 10 of 14 in this football game. It's a zone read handoff to Thomas. Gets bounced around. Carpenter grabs him and spins him back. And it'll be a gain of about three more to the 25-yard line as James Carpenter makes the tackle. Also over there, looks like Kelvin came over late. Flying in was Wayne Davis, but third down. They've been great on both teams are great on third down. Sure have. So far, Elon is four to five. JMU three out of four. You get the feeling the only reason Elon runs the ball is just to keep that front four of JMU <laughs> from getting too aggressive. And now the rain is falling here at Bridgeforth Stadium. We've seen this the last three weeks. Third down, four yards to go. Davis Cheek out of the shotgun formation. Back to his left is Thomas. Here comes the blitz. Going to fire left sideline. Intercepted at the 32 to the 25-20-15. It's Torres Carroll with the INT. Carroll, second pick of the season. Fourth of his career. He's down to the eight-yard line. It'll be first and goal, James Madison. Well, he was in the short zone. He read it well. A little pressure up front. I thought Cheek could see him all the way. He apparently did not. Uh, Daughtry was the intended receiver who makes the tackle on the play. And the JMU senior makes another big play for the Dukes. So just like that, they get a third down stop, get the first turnover in the football game, and JMU can take a two-score lead. Well, Fanata will come out, and he'll be at the tackle position. Looks like it'll be the five that began the football game. Yeah, it does. The Duke offense trying to settle the Royal Dukes down so they're not quite so crazy in this end zone. Ah, let them go crazy. Two receivers, far side right, two tight ends in this formation. Here's Palmer on the right side. Tries to turn the corner to the five-yard line. Gets clobbered. I'm going to mark him at about the six, so a gain of two I understand, for Palmer. I understand being patient, but, but Latrell's a big body. I'd like to see him slam it up inside a little bit more than that. He, he kind of bides his time and picks it, I, and I get that. But I'd like to see him not wait quite so long, make one move, and then try to go north-south, especially down here in the red zone, the O'Neill's red zone. Reggie Brown going to come off the football field, so two tight ends, two receivers. Chris Thornton goes to the far side right as the Dukes make a substitution. Latrell stays in the football game. Second down and goal from the six-yard line. Dukes moving right to left. 
Out of the shotgun. There's the fake snap by Cole. Gets the chest high snap. Play action pass. Back shoulder fade. Antoine Wills spins. Makes an incredible catch at the pylon. Touchdown, JMU. Touchdown, Antoine Wells Jr. Oh, my. What Velcro hands can you have? And Cole Johnson put it on the outside shoulder. He reached out and snatched it. That was an absolutely breathtaking catch by Antoine Wells Jr. He's made two or three of those today, but that one no better. Cole just let it fly on the outside shoulder. The cornerback, Dave, had good coverage, had pressed him to the flag at the front side pylon. Perfect throw, perfect catch. Nothing the defense could do about it. They're going to review this play. The touchdown is under further review. Coach Signetti got on Antoine a little bit because he did a little shimmy, a little shake, a little yeah, dance after that. Don't get too <laughs> we got a long way to go here, baby. <laughs> 7.23 left to go, second quarter. Happy to have you with us wherever you might be. Good to see seven involved, though, with six catches, 91 yards, and a TD so far in this football game. He has been targeted six times. He has six catches. Cole Johnson now, if that stands, which I don't mm. know how it couldn't, 14 mm. out of 15 for 224 yards and four touchdowns. I mean, the window to drop that in there and for someone to hold on was so minuscule. Just looking at the replay, he had to spin, turn, you're right. A lot's happening. Oh, man, what a catch. JMU Athletics would like to thank its Team Madison sponsors, Pepsi and Centera, for bringing you JMU football. And we've seen a barn burner here in the first half. And right now the Dukes have a 27 on the board. Boy, it's fun to see this offense high flying right now, isn't it? It's been been a few weeks. I'll feel better when we... (laughs) Get that running attack up front, just motion, motion. But right now, I would say the winners in this first part of this ball game is the JMU offensive line for pass protection. And Cole's had plenty of time. He certainly, yep. certainly has. You're right. And I would say that Davis Cheek has done a wonderful job as well. He's 10 of 15, but more pressure After on review, him. After review, the ruling on the field is confirmed. Yeah, That's baby. Out. Yeah, baby. And just for good measure, a few more fans throw some more streamers. How about that? Why not? Ethan Radke on for the PAT. Boy, what a first half for this offense. And just think, they, they should be 5-for-5 five five with touchdowns. That they were stopped with a one on the opening drive. We may need all of them before this one's over. The rain continues to fall here at Bridge Force Stadium in Harrisonburg. Radke on for the PAT. Good snap, good hold on the kick. His money. 28-14 to 14 with still a lot of time left. We're halfway through the second quarter. Here at Bridgeforth, and JMU now leads Elon 28-14. And not only did they turn them over, they turned the turnover into seven points. Two plays, eight yards, 48 seconds. The Antoine Wells touchdown catch of six yards for the JMU Dukes. Of course, Ratke adds that 28th at their point. And Ratke, of course, came into this ballgame with 473 points. All-time career high, of course, uh, for FCS scoring is Brian Westbrook. You might remember him with the Eagles. Of course, he played at Villanova, has 544. Be really a, quite a stretch for Ethan to catch him. It would but, it uh, would take uh, a lot of points, and he, a lot of he games. had to, he after, before last week. I think he had to average 10 points per game, and they would have to play the maximum number of games and play in the national championship game for him to pass it. Two weeks in a row, Ethan's been the CAA Special Teams Player of the Year. Of course, they're playing Davis Cheek, who is the National Offensive Player of the Year for his play last week against New Hampshire. Kicked by Camden Wise and not going to call the fair catch again inside the 10-yard line at the 9, and he will be tackled right there. by Again, that's our man on special teams. Jalen Walker makes the stop at the 21-yard line. Those two true freshman linebackers are showing up in special teams, and special players usually do that early in their career. 
I tell you what, fans, you need to circle this number 2-5 in your program because 2-5 is going to be heard from here for a while. By the way, the first touchdown reception for Antoine Wells since week three. He had five in the first three weeks. That's his first since then. Good to see seven get back in the end zone for six points. Defensive time now, baby. At the 21-yard line, Davis Cheek in the offense after the turnover that turns into seven points. 28-14, James Madison. Pressure comes from the outside. He steps up, gets hit from behind, tripped up. He stays on his feet and will scramble outside the numbers, and he finally gets tackled as the ball sails out of bounds. Antonio Colclaw's right there to chase him down, but a pretty good scramble by Davis Cheek. He's able to pick up six to the 27-yard line. Well, that was a tough six yards, and the Dukes uh, had a couple of shots at him. But Davis Cheek, you said not fast. He's not, but he is elusive, and he knows how to take care of the football. He's a guy that early in his career was a little bit more elusive, but he does have 85 yards, which ties a career high for him in an entire season. And he doesn't take a ton of sacks because he's smart and gets rid of the football. Second down four now from their own 27-yard line, down two scores. Handoff. This is McKinley Mm. Witherspoon. Big collision in the hole. Torres Carroll came up, but the first man there, I think it was Tuck. It was Diamante Tucker-Dorsey, a gain of three. So third down and one. That football rests at their own 30-yard line near side hash. Diamante out of Norfolk at Lake Taylor High School. He's the number one tackler for you, JMU Dukes. Has 54 coming into this game. Nearly five tackles for losses. Third down one on third down. They're four to six. The last time it didn't work out so well for them. Going to go under center. Got to stay on side. And now going to turn and give it. He's hitting the backfield and blown up. He will not get there. What a play defensively by Chris Chukwinecki. The hammer. The hammer came in and just lowered the boom on him. He loses a full yard, and it could have been even more than that. What a play by Chris. Well, he's been in the backfield a lot this year. But I took, he took his whole body and laid it on the line. So they will punt for the first time since the opening drive of this game. Surprised that Elon went with the short run, honestly. Thought they might quarterback sneak it if they were going to do anything. Yes. So the rain falling here at Bridgeforth. It is Jeff Yurk. He will punt it away. Low, wobbly spiral. Not real deep. Stroman makes the catch of the 39-yard line. Great field position again for JMU as they have the football thrown 39-yard line with a two-score lead and can get a little separation now. If this offense continues to do what they've been doing now, as they have scored touchdowns on four consecutive drives. On about 39 yards, and here's where you'd like to see, I think, run this final five minutes off the clock because Elon has no timeouts day to stop it. Here's where you'd like to have this time-consuming drive and had points at the end. And get that running game going a little bit. Absolutely, grind something out here. Although if they score one play, I'm okay with that too. (laughs) Lorenzo Bryant Jr. is the back now. Again, no Percy J. Obese today in a boot on the sideline. Hand out to Lorenzo, and he's going to get into the secondary, but going low was Coleman to make the tackle. He gets to the 42 for a gain of three yards, so couldn't quite get to that secondary. Lorenzo putting two hands on the ball that time. Guessing they are stressing ball security now. Is yeah. the, it may have stopped. It's kind of hard to tell if it's raining. I don't think it's raining right now. It's kind of off and on a little bit. It has gotten a little darker here at Bridgeforth. Liam Fernandel turning and telling his quarterback what's going on with that defense. Good to have him back. Cole going to throw the football. Three-step drop, plenty of time. He's going to go down the seam, and it's going to be Drew Painter who makes the catch at midfield. That'll be a first-down catch by Drew Painter. He was injured early, makes his third catch of the season as he settles down and then comes down awkwardly and limps off the football field. Oh, boy, we thought we had some depth at tight end, and he goes off nursing a left wheel in this lineup. It's another Ergie's cheesesteak first down for the Dukes. That is... First down, number 11 for JMU. 
One receiver to the far side right is Reggie Brown. Two to the near side left, Antoine Wells and Chris Thornton. Play action pass again. Reggie Brown, quick catch on the far side. Outside the numbers, gets spun around. He'll get about eight on first down to the 42 of Elon on just a quick comeback. Again, an RPO. That could be a run. Cole sees something. They give him space, and Reggie makes his second catch of the football game. Boy, just as good as a, a nice run there. No doubt. Short and second. Now it gives the Dukes an opportunity to go ahead and run the ball with Latrell Palmer now in the ball game on this next one. Clock now at 3.53 a play. Elon will get the ball to start the second half. But right now the Dukes lead by two scores. Handoff to Latrell Palmer. He gets to the second level and then gets spun down for a first down run of six yards down to the 36-yard line. Another Ergie's cheesesteak first down for James Madison. Latrell Palmer to that second level, and now they're inside the 40 down to the 36-yard line on the far side right hash. Clayton Cheatham, nice block inside. Came a little bit in motion, got a trap inside, and led that play up in the hole from his tight end position. Clayton Cheatham, Chris Thornton, Antoine Wells all split to the near side left. Reggie Brown to the right side. Cole fakes the snap on first and ten. Now it's going to be a give to Latrell, and he will fight through a tackle and get about three to the 33, but hanging on for dear life that time was Josh Johnson, the freshman defensive end. Good job to finally bring him down after a three-yard gain. They're close to popping a couple of runs, just not able to quite get as much as what looks like is there initially. Tough for this defense because the linebackers play back enough that it's tough for the linemen to get to those blocks at the second level. JMU up 28-14. to 14. Under three to play now. They're trying to work this to perfection, kind of like you talked about, taking their time. Plenty of time left. Hand off to Latrell running left side and still battling for yards. Back pedals for a little bit more. He's close to a first down run between the hash marks. Well, line just says yes. It's yep, an Ergen cheesesteak first down. How about 26? that? That was a hard-nosed seven-yard gain Boy, by Latrell Palmer. Kind of in slow motion, but able to cash it in, kept those big legs moving. He trained from Boyd's, Maryland, 6 feet, 220. They have brought into the football game as the second tight end. Now Kelly Mitchell. Now he comes out as Reggie Brown is back in. The clock now at 220. Don't want to leave much time left for Davis Cheek on the Elon offense. Boy, I think you go take a three-score lead here. Any type of points could give them a three-score lead here, potentially at halftime. Dukes have three timeouts. Two receivers far side left for Cole. Play action pass. Sets up in the pocket. Gets under pressure. Dumps it right side for Latrell Palmer out of the backfield. He makes the catch inside the red zone down to the 18-yard line. There's eight yards. Good job to check down. We saw that a lot last week. Not having to do that today, but when he got pressure, checks it down. Latrell gets eight outside the numbers, and now they'll be inside the O'Neillsville red zone at the 18-yard line. Well, Cole was looking left. He had Cheatham there, as well as Antoine Wells Jr. and one other wide receiver. And uh, none were open. Nice check down to get it just second and short. Plenty of time with three timeouts. A minute 57 to play here in the first half, leading 28 to 14. Lorenzo Bryant, Jr., the back shift to the right of Cole. They're going to throw it. Quick hitch. Caught by Antoine in at the 12-yard line outside the numbers. He gets spun down at the 9 and goes out of bounds finally. Now they're going to keep the inbounds. He never went down. As he's to the 9-yard line. They'll move the sticks again. First and goal for James Madison on Antoine Wells' seventh catch of the first half. Well, you know, I, I like the fact he was trying for the second effort, but when you start getting spun around like that, in the cut, yes. you know, it's so easy to lose track of that football. And this young man is a very young kid in his football career. He needs to get down in that situation. They will spread it out two receivers each way as Devin Ravenel has checked in. No tight ends. That'll be first and goal from the eight-yard line for James Madison. Short motion from Wells on the near side. Cole looking that way. Looks over the middle. Looks for Antoine again. Scrambles to his left side. Throws to the back of the end zone. Out of bounds to the marching Royal Dukes. And now there's a flag down. In the area of holding is normally where you see that, right at the line of scrimmage. Someone got an illegal hand to the face. 
Dukes only have one penalty so far in this football game, but this one will go against JMU. Well, holding, offense, number 77, 10-yard penalty, replay first down. Ah, it's on Liam, too. Liam well, because you, you can't see your quarterback move like that. That play was not designed as a rollout situation, so you don't expect that. And all of a sudden, when your defender, you start to lose your defender when they see the quarterback. And he starts uh, to go moving, that way. And, and then, you go, yeah. wait a minute, I'm losing control here. It's so natural to want to reach out and hold on. Of course, Liam knows all the tricks in the books for the JMU Dukes. He's been doing it a long time. Rain continues to fall. It was off and on. Now it's pretty constant right now. It'll be first and goal from the 18-yard line now. I'm heavy. It's a drizzle. Clayton Cheatham has checked in as a tight end attach on the left side outside of Granado. Antoine Wells left side. They want to set up a screen. It's going to be up to the near side for Lorenzo Bryant. Can't break a tackle. He's to the 15-yard line and stopped at the 14. Good play defensively this time by Marcus Hillman, the safety. A four-yard gain, and now Coach Signet is going to call a timeout. James Madison. Good timeout here with a minute and two seconds left. There's plenty of time. you got a second and goal from the 14-yard line. Have a chance to, to get some points here before the half. And, and remember, you want to get six here, but if you do get three, it's still a three-score lead with three points here. You just can't turn it over, run some clock. Don't give Davis Cheek in this offense much time left here in the half. I'm not saying this because a lot has worked offensively today, Dave, but but the different types of plays we've seen. We've seen a screen today just a moment ago. We've seen the tight end used. We've seen Ravenel catch a pass. We've seen balls over the middle of the field. We've seen deep shots. A variety of offensive plays in this first half. Out of the 30-second timeout, they'll go with four receivers. Devin Ravenel back in the football game. They've got three to the right side. Antoine Wells split to the near side left, the short side of the field. Cole Johnson the shotgun. Solomon Van Horse is his back to the left. Second and goal from the 14-yard line for JMU. High snap, handled by Cole. Has plenty of time. Over the middle. It's going to be complete to Thornton very short, and he's going to go to bounce. Not no gain not on the play. gain hardly any. Going to give him one to the 13-yard line. He kind of had to backtrack a little bit after he caught the football, and he goes out of bounds to stop the clock. But now it's a third and goal from the 13-yard line. Well, they double-covered Wells in the secondary. That's where he looked. Cole Johnson looked first. Backside, he had Ravenel. And Reggie Brown, they were singled up. Without a timeout for Elon here, I could see this being a very conservative play, so you don't take a gamble at the end zone where it could possibly get intercepted. And then clock will run off, and you can call a timeout before you kick a field goal not to leave much time for Elon. Again, they are out of timeouts. Let's see if this is conservative or not. It is third and goal from the 13, and now Coach Signetti has to come down and call a timeout. Now the defense was doing something Timeout, James Madison. Second of the half, 30-second timeout. They took a long time to figure out what they wanted to do offensively, and then the play clock was about to run out, and I think it had, actually, but they got the timeout first. Well, Geico, bundle your home and car insurance for today. We've seen a lot of action here in the first half, 28-14 to 14 in this ballgame. We have 55 seconds left here in the opening half of play. Duke's got on top first. Uh, Clayton Cheatham caught his first touchdown of the season, eight-yard pass from Cole Johnson. And 7 to nothing there. Daughtry then caught a 52-yard pass from Davis Cheek. Reggie Brown caught a 4-yard pass for JMU. And in that ballgame, Cortez Weeks caught a 3-yard touchdown pass from Davis Cheek. We're all tied at 14. Then Chris Thornton got a 58-yard pass on a beautifully thrown ball by Cole Johnson. And Antoine Wells caught one as well. Third down and goal from the 13-yard line. Cole Johnson looking toward the end zone for Antoine Wells. Has him open! 
again at the pylon. He gets it. Touchdown, Antoine Wells Jr., a 13-yard strike from Cole Johnson, their second connection of the day, and the Dukes have had five consecutive touchdown drives. That was a line shot. That was a fastball to the outside. Late flags on this one, back up near the 30-yard line. Liam Fanatel and one of the linemen for for Elon got into a pushing and shoving match, so it's going to be unsportsmanlike penalties coming up here, maybe both ways. The result of the play is a touchdown. After the play, unsportsmanlike conduct, offense, number 77. This is his first of the game. 15-yard penalty will be enforced on the kickoff. I know he got the penalty, but I like to see some uh, some, fight? some fight in yeah, Liam since he's been out for so long, and I'm guessing he wants to have a little fight when he's I'm, out there. I'm delivering the message here. You know, you're not going to bully me over here today. You know, I uh, mentioned maybe a conservative play. Heck no. They're going for the end zone, and now they've scored on five consecutive drives. 34-14, big, big play. A big a big last six or seven minutes here before the half. Right, that, that drive started with a little over about five and a half left to go Perfect here. call, yep, absolutely. And they used the clock well. Here's the PAT by Ethan Ratke, and the kick is good. 50 seconds left here in the first half. James Madison, 35. Elon, 14. Again, five consecutive touchdown drives. Let's get a quick break, and we'll come back with a kickoff as we continue with JMU football and the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network. Because of the unsportsmanlike conduct, Camden Wise had to kick off from his own 20-yard line, and all the Dukes coverage team did was tackle him at the 25, so they start like it would be a touchback. Great job by Chris Chukwinecki on special teams this time as Davis Cheek in the offense with no timeouts. I'm guessing they've got to be aggressive here and try and do something. They're down three scores right now, and they get the ball to start the second half. 35-14, but also they don't want to make a mistake. Three receivers left side for Cheek, looking that way, under pressure, gets hit, going to dump it, and it's going to be a tackle for loss on the near sideline. Wayne Davis, they set up a screen to Thomas, and Wayne read up beautifully with pressure on Davis' cheek and a loss of three yards. Yeah, how about that? Bryce Carter coming off the corner at that senior transfer from Towson, and he got in the face and pushed Cheek extremely deep into the backfield. And that will like that's going to end it because they, they're just like, all right, we're not going to make a mistake here. We will not run another play. And JMU closes the half with 21 unanswered, and they score 28 second quarter points. Cannot lose this momentum, my friend. No Cannot doubt. lose this momentum going to the locker room. So wherever you are, get yourself a fresh beverage and get on back here for our halftime. 35-14, James Madison at halftime with 28 points here in the second quarter, 21 unanswered on Elon. We'll come back. Nick will give you some scores from around the league, obviously some interesting scores today around the CAA. We'll get you an interview with Pete Warren from United Bank, who is the sponsor of today's game, and also we'll get you a Duke Sports Center with Kurt Dudley. We'll do all that as we continue with James Madison football on the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network. Here's the kickoff by Camden Wise, and it'll be a fair catch caught at the goal line. Pretty good kick with this uh, weather going on right now, as we get set here for the second half. Reggie Brown has a couple of catches, four and three, some big catches, has a touchdown this ballgame. Thornton with a touchdown, his 95 yards. The Dukes have 81 yards after the catch. Mm. So Davis Cheek in the offense with this rain pouring down now at Bridgeforth Stadium. How will they be able to kind of try and come back into this football game? Big drive here in the second half. They can try and make this a two-score game and try and get back into it. Davis Cheek fumbles the snap under pressure. It's going to go down. It's Isaac Ukwu, the first man there. Bryce Carter as he fumbles the snap, never really regathered it. And then Isaac Ukwu beat 
the left tackle and gets the sack, a loss of three yards. Well, Bryce Carter gets a half sack. He's up to five on the air. And Wuku had 8.5 coming in. He at least gets one or gets a half on that one as well. Cheek looked really uncomfortable after he fumbled the ball. Kind of got happy feet in the middle of that pack. Second down and 13 from their own 22-yard line. A sack to give back. Duke food line. Duke's smelling blood right now. They're on 22. They go left to right here in the second half of play. Here comes pressure from the outside. They pick it up. He has to step up in the pocket. We'll take off and run to the 25 slide down as he, he slid and with the wet turf. It was like a slip and slide as he went across the 30 after the 32. And they mark him at the 28. So he's in the game about six yards on the play. I think he third slid, down. It's like he slid four yards. He you know, did, did at least. A little spray out in front of him. You're right. Slip and slide's a great call. <laughs> third down and seven. Bryce Carter was in hot pursuit. I imagine he could hear him coming. In the first half, they went 4 of 7 on third downs, but 0 for 2 on their last two. In motion, the left side is Cortez Weeks. Came in as their second leading receiver. Snap to Davis Cheek. Going to throw it down the left sideline. It's going to be deflected by Greg Ross. There was a little bit of contact, but there's no flag. He knocks the football away from Jackson Parham. And it's going to be a three and out for Elon to start the second half. Great play by Greg Ross. You know, it was. And, you know, he's gotten a lot of criticism this year at times. And teams have picked on Greg Ross quite a bit. But I'll tell you what, he's had two really good plays here in the secondary. That one, he had his head turned, had his hands turned. They let him play a little bit. He knocks it down. It's fourth down in a punting situation. So now, again, in these conditions, special teams plays could be very interesting. In punt formation is Jeff Yerk, the freshman who averages 38.6 per punt. Gets away line drive spiral. Srebel will make the catch of the 31-yard line. Has some room to run to the 35. Slips through a tackle. The 40-45. Here comes Strobel on the near sideline. A bl- a f- two flags come out. It's going to be a block in the back. This is going to oh, come back. Boy, Jack's biggest returns have all been returned to where they were because of penalties. Well, he's looking up into the rain and trying to During feel the return, this. Personal foul. Illegal blindside block. Return team, number 21. 15-yard penalty from the spot of the foul. First down. So Jordan Swan came back and tried to get that. And that's the one play they're trying to clean up. It's it's when someone comes and a defender's chasing the, the guy with the ball and they don't see that guy coming. And when you're already down the field and come back to get the block, that's the one that they're not going to let fly. And they don't let that fly in the National Football League either. So that's something they really try to crack down on. So it'll put the football still good field position at the 36. Jack caught that about the 31-yard line, so in essence, they get five yards out of it, even though he was across midfield. So Cole Johnson, 20 consecutive completions to end the half, a new school record. Let's see if they continue to chuck the football around in this rain. Cole going to give the football to Latrell Palmer. He's going to sidestep the first man and get into the secondary and close to a first down run. He's to the 49, and boy, there was a a hit that came in. That was almost helmet-to-helmet late. I don't, and, and Latrell's having a hard time getting up. Yeah, he is. He's a little bit staggered and Coach there. Signetti's on the field right now. Came all the way out. And, and he was pointing it at his head like, hey, that safety came in, and there was some contact with his helmet. The line judge doesn't even turn around and talk to him. Cole Potts with a great block from the right guard to open that hole for Latrell. Good nine yards, eight yards, eight yards on that play. Yeah, Going to give him eight to the 44-yard line. Hopefully Trell's okay since it did look. I didn't ever see a replay. It kind of looked like helmet to helmet. So Lorenzo Bryant Jr. checks in. Two receivers right side for Cole. He will throw the football. And there is his 21st. Cons- oh, the ball comes out. Did he have it long enough? No, Antoine could not hang on. Boy, he had it up Early to the, the 45. Incomplete pass. 
Well, so the streak stops at 20. It was a perfect throw, but in these conditions, Antoine couldn't hang on to it. He drops it. About a 15-yard slant inside right on the uh, right on the seam. Velcro hands just a little bit off on that one. They're down two now. The Dukes on third down have been very, very good. They are four to five, almost perfect on third down today. A little movement up front for Elon with their three-man front. Now they bring up some linebackers. Antoine will come in motion to the near side left. Cole will throw it on third and two. Looks right side. Reggie Brown can't make the catch. In these conditions, it's going to be hard to catch the football. That was a perfect ball again by Cole right through those gloved hands of Reggie Brown, and he could not make the catch. Those probably are catches in the first half. This second half, it's going to be hard to catch the football in these conditions. Well, most kids wear gloves anymore, and in hot weather, they really do help you with your grip. The ball's sticking to you. Sometimes when they get a little bit wet, that's not always the case. So here comes O'Kelly, where we haven't seen Harry had a great week last week. He did. Uh, punting the ball, and he was real pleased with his effort. I'd like to see him continue that now. We always tell him, we don't want to see you play at all, Harry. No offense. Here's a good punt. Going to get inside the 15 oh. and take a sideways bounce at the 7-yard yes. line. Great job by Harry. A big fist pump. From the Australian as they down it at the six-yard line. Great job by Harry O'Kelly to kick it over the returner's head and kill it inside the 10 at the 6. They flip the field, and the Dukes defense will be back out there after the timeout. 12.41 to play in the third quarter. JMU leading Elon 35-14 to here at Bridgeforce Stadium. We continue with James Madison football on the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network. Early in the third quarter of action here at Bridgeport Stadium, the Dukes on top, 34-14. to 14. Both teams have exchanged punts, and uh, Harry O'Kelly is credited with a 50-yard punter. That would have been good for How about that if you'd hit that golf shot? Just stick it oh. right at the five-yard line, right? No doubt. You know, or the six, I guess, is where they're go- we're going to start it. As the rain comes down, the defense out there kind of dancing around. They, they like this kind of weather. Yeah, Heatherman is kind of... We're celebrating JMU football, 50 seasons, moving into the 2000s. The Dukes wearing a commemorative decal on the gold Vegas gold helmets today. They may need to wear these unis a little bit more often. I think I like their purple look. Purple pants, purple jerseys, gold numerals. They've got a decal on the one side that's the 2000 area decal. And then the The old JMU logo. Right. And now the new decal on the other side. Remember people like Charles Berry back in 2000 who played here, Matt Lazat. Famous JMU player as well back from the year 2000. B.J. Miner, Ron Atkins, all great Dukes of the past as we continue with our discussion of the year of 2000 and above. Davis Cheek and the Elon offense back out for the second time here in the second half. They trail 35-14. Dukes have the lead. Back at their own six-yard line, Davis Cheek will get the snap at his goal line. Here's a handoff Mm. running to the outside. Nowhere to go. He can't even find a single yard. Sam Kidd came flying up there. Diamante Tucker Dorsey was right there. Mike Green rolled uh, I was going to say Mike Green, <laughs> Bryce Carter, James Carpenter, about six different purple jerseys right there for a loss of three back to the three-yard line. The Dukes came out strong early in this ballgame with good momentum both defensively and offensively. And despite the fact the Dukes couldn't stick it in on their first drive, has not dissuaded them from being able to. So they will be backed up to the three-yard line. Cheek is in the end zone now. We'll send Cortez Weeks in motion to the far side. Left three receivers that way. 12 minutes to play here in the third quarter. Cheek will roll out to his left side. Gets a block and now overthrows Cortez Weeks. Coverage by Wayne Davis on the play, but pressure in the 
end zone again in that backfield forced him to throw a little early and high for Weeks and again it's a wet football now as the rain is pouring here in Harrisonburg. Well Weeks was in the slot David. They ran a little rub play as, as he went out and the outside receiver came in trying to rub off Wayne Davis. Pass was way too high. Josh Surratt going to check into the football game. Also we see Jalen Green will come in. Francis well, defense, Meehan as well. You can see this defense has a little swagger to it right now. Yeah, Francis Meehan is now the safety. He's the single high safety. Third down, 13 from their own three-yard line. Empty backfield. See if they can get to Davis' cheek. They get pressure on him. He is going to get hit in the end zone, throw it near sideline, and Greg Ross right with Jackson Parm again. The throw is high and incomplete. It's the second consecutive three and out as they will punt from their own three-yard line. You saw Davis Cheeks. He's retreated to the end zone, and the Elon quarterback, his head was looking left, right, and then right again to pick out somebody to throw that ball to. And you're right, Dave. You can feel now the energy and look at the body language of the JMU defense. So in punt formation is the freshman Jeff Yurk. He cannot go a full. He's only going to go about 11 yards maybe. Wind may be slightly in his face. He wants to go about 15 but not going to be able to. And they don't get pressure. A low spiral, not a good kick. Taken with a 34 in Elon territory by Strobut. To the 30, 25, has blockers in front. Down to the 20-yard line. Off another flag comes out on a good return by Jack. He needs some return yards, and he can't get any Please. because there's always a flag. Oh, he gets about a 14-yard <laughs> return. Nice-looking play. Came up and took that kick as it was a low-line drive kick. Boy, he played that well, too. It was only a 31-yard punt. He didn't During think it was going to be very much. Holding. Return team. Number 28. 10-yard penalty, first down. Jack needs to have a conversation so with his. Kai Holmes will unfortunately get that one. But, again, they'll have great field position again in Elon territories. They try and maybe put this game away. 11-37 to play. We are in the third quarter. 35-14. By the way, with 33 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Yes, tell Vill- me, please. Villanova trails William & Mary yes. 31-18, to and William & Mary has the ball. They're going to upset Nova. In Nova. That, that will likely move the Dukes into a top four spot right now and a tie atop the CAA. I'll take it. Here's a handoff to Solomon Van Horse. He will get two up the middle. I would like to see Van Horse. That was a straight dive play right behind the tackles, and he ran into double, you know, two tackles. Love to see on a slant or a misdirection play for Solomon or give him the zone, outside zone, where he can use his speed. Josh Johnson, defensive end, makes a tackle for Elon. Good to see Drew Painter jog back onto the football field as a second that tight end. Good. He went out in the first half with an ankle injury. He's had that all year long. Here's Solomon, cutback run, breaks a tackle to the 30-yard line, spins to the 28, down to the 27. There's a good hard-nosed run by Solomon Van Horse as he's able to get six yards and put up a third down and two now, the football at the 27 of the Elon Phoenix. Solomon only 182 pounds uh, soaking wet. And that's the kind of play I like to see with his zone, and then he's able to cut and find the, the, the seam and run to the light. Good to see now Latrell Palmer back in. They were working on him, checking him out mm-hmm. for concussion protocol. I was watching on the sideline. Two tight end formation again. Here's a zone read. It's going to hand off to Latrell. Good job. Just <laughs> keep moving. And they were trying to strip the ball, but he was holding on and backpedals for four yards across oh. the 25 to the 23-yard line. Cole Johnson went down hard across the way after he made that handoff from near the 30. He was 15 yards from the play or 14 yards or so. Went down, was slow to get up, is bending over now, and will stay in the ball game. Did they hit him? You know, I did not see any contact. It's almost like he, he like made he the handoff and rolled out there and may have slipped. You're right. So 
So they're at the 23-yard line of the Ergie's cheesesteak first down for JMU. Cheatham in motion to the right side. Heavy dose of the run game here in the second. Cut back run by Latrell. High steps through a tackle inside the 20 down to the 17-yard line for a gain of six by Latrell Palmer right between the hash marks. Get the feeling of this confidence of the JMU defense is translated over to the offensive line a little bit, and you're starting to see Elon with a few little bit of seams as the Dukes start to pound on him up front. Well, that's one thing that this offensive line is not allowed a sack in the football game. They're running the football fairly effectively. No big chunks yet, but still effective. Good protection. Latrell to the right. Another handoff to Latrell. Runs to the left side. He gets upended. Tries to stay on his feet. Couldn't. He's about a yard shy of the sticks. Up this left side hash to the 14-yard line. Back in the O'Neill's girl red zone. Is, again, the opening possession. They did not get in the end zone, but since then they're 5 for 5, and they're going to play with some tempo now. Free safety. Had to make that stop. Here's another handoff to Latrell, and he's going to get stacked up and will not get there. He's pulled back and lost a yard. Never really got moving in the background. Kind of tiptoed to the line of scrimmage and didn't see a hole on the right side behind Cole Potts and Nick Kidwell. Coach Signetti says let's kick a field goal here. So they lose a yard. I think if they probably at least get back to the line of scrimmage or something, that it's going to be fourth and one. They may go for it, but now it's fourth and two. So they will go ahead and try for a field goal. So Ethan Ratke has made nine consecutive field goals <laughs> since the the two misses in Nova here three weeks ago. Ethan Radke talked about how difficult the, the conditions were up at Delaware last week, similar today. He made a 47-yarder in the conditions last week, and he drills this one right through. This is a 32-yarder that's good from Ethan Radke, and the Dukes extend their lead here in rain-soaked Bridge Four Stadium. 8.28 to go in the third quarter. Timeout on the field. James Madison, 38. Elon, 14. Now 24 unanswered. For the Dukes, you're listening to James Madison Football on the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network. Well, fans want to know what's really scary? Seeing just how much you can have saved by switching to GEICO. They make it easy to bundle your home, car, boat, cycle, and RV insurance and save you even more. No fortune tellers needed. Visit GEICO.com and see if saving money is in your future. Happy GEICO Ween. Well, Ethan Ratke caps off the Dukes' most recent drive. Seven plays, 20 yards. I had three minutes and nine seconds off that scoreboard clock for Ethan Ratke, that 32-yarder, his uh, 28th of the season. He's 28 of, let's see, 28 of 30, or 29 now. This would be uh, 30, that's right. He's only missed the two, or 18 of 20. I'm wrong. He's now my nine, 19 of 21 Thank you very much. Season. I'm looking at extra points there. <laughs> Man, I've lost <laughs> it here. This weather is killing me. This rain has made you. Wacky. Yeah, I believe it's so. Halloween weekend. <laughs> Ooh. Ghouls and goblins are out. Oh, my. Dukes lead 38-14, 8-28 to play third quarter. And I think we're going to see a heavy dose of the run game here in the second half. Really, at this point, no need to get crazy. Don't have something foolish happen in a passing play that could go the other direction and all of a sudden give Elon some momentum. But first, they have to deal again with the Phoenix offense. Camden Wise with a win. Fair catch called for, and Bray Boys just going to let this go out of the back of the end zone. So a couple of touchbacks for Camden Wise. Good job by Camden. 38-14 to 14 now, James Madison. 8-28 to play here in the third quarter. And, you know, Clint, we've talked about it a little bit the last two weeks. Not a lot, but a little. Just about all of the the talk that was out there about potentially the FBS and the Sun Belt and, and everything like that. And was this a distraction for this football team? And, you know, things like that. And was it the last two weeks? I don't think it was. I don't think so. But I think 
that yesterday, you know, the news came out. Kind that of some relief, maybe? Maybe some relief that, yeah. hey, it's out there. This is actually happening, you know. So maybe some relief, and they're just kind of playing free. It's a handoff to McKinley. Oh, Witherspoon to take a big shot from Diamante Tucker Dorsey for just a two-yard game, but Tuck filled the hole and makes the tackle. Yeah, Zanima was on the bottom, and he kind of slowed up the runner, and his running mate at the linebacker came in high to knock him down, hit him pad high. But you kind of want, and, and it's not going to affect the seniors. It may not affect the juniors a whole lot, but you Sophomores. know, it, it, it will the younger guys. And maybe it is a relief that okay, now now it's out there. I mean, the, the news is out there; it's likely happening. Second down, eight. Out of the shotgun is Davis Cheek. Gets the snap. Here comes some pressure. Going to fire near sideline and good defense by Chuck oh. Wonecki. And a flag comes out. Coach Signetti was right by the official. Two flags actually come out. He puts his hands up in the air, palms to the. Sky, they're going to say that Chris was holding him. They try to get to Cortez Weeks, and again, he's the slot receiver. Ran kind of a wheel route from that slot, and it's going to be pass interference. Defense number 34, 15-yard penalty, automatic first down. Of all the calls that were not pass interference today, pi, that one seemed least of all of them in, in many ways. Unless it came right as he came out of his break, because it came early where he hit him. Yep. So we saw a lot of that late, obviously. It has been a steady rain since late second quarter. Really, halftime was when it picked up. It wasn't too bad in the first half, and the Dukes' offense had no issues with any weather conditions here in that first half. You know, Bray Boy has not caught a pass today. You know, he came in this ballgame with 27 catches. They're deep threat. He has not, I don't even think he's been targeted much this afternoon. Very Elon, you know. Daughtry has four catches. Thomas out of the backfield has three. Everybody else, uh, Parham with just one. He came in with 41 reception. Yeah, he's their, I mean, that, that's even more surprising. And Cheek last week was 27 of 31. He had 17 straight completions at one time. He's 11 yeah. of 19. So for him, kind of pedestrian numbers at this point. <laughs> many so. would just love that many. Three receivers near side. They have a double move. Under pressure, Cheek going to step up in the pocket, nowhere to go with it, and he will throw it away. Looked in the flat for Cortez Weeks, who'd step back off the line from his slot position. Wayne Davis, the senior, very smart, covered it well, and Cheek had to pull it down. You know, you mentioned earlier that there has been some some criticism of the defensive backs at times. At times. But I'll tell you what, today they have played really well. He's 11 of 20 now for that incompletion, and he's had to scramble to try and keep plays alive, and he still had nowhere to go with the football. They've covered fairly well down the Many field. Many times he hadn't been able to hit his first option yep. when he's come out. Zone read in the oh, hit in the backfield by Abby and Wabakua Konji. A loss of one. Ride the boy down, will you, in the backfield. Abby comes off the left side, jumps up on the running back back. He was riding the bull that he time. He was riding he? the bull, baby. McKinley Witherspoon, the ball carrier. But, you know, we talked to Abby in pregame. And not getting a ton of snaps because he's behind Bryce Carter. But when he gets the snaps he's getting, he's effective. I mean, he's getting sacks, fumble recoveries, strip sacks, a tackle for a loss right there. When he's out there. He's creating some chaos. Boy, from Georgia, and he's only a redshirt sophomore. Getting the transfer from Minnesota. Here comes the blitz. He's going to go down. Davis Cheeks gets slammed to the ground. Back at the 30-yard line, Isaac Ukwu with the sack and a loss on the play of 10 yards. That's a sack, the sack to give back. Food line, Fist Fed donated another 1,000 meals to feed our neighbors in right here in Harrisonburg. Keep cheering on the sacks. To help out the Dukes. As it came in with four and a half sacks, he has at least that one and I think another half one in this football he game. He does. He does. It's fourth and 19 now for Elon. The only first down they've been able to get here in the second half was on the, the P.I. called by Chris Chukwinecki. 
38-14, JMU with 6.23 to play and counting here in the third quarter. High snap, Yerk, a great job to get it and nearly blocked, but he gets it away. Stroba calls for a fair catch, makes it a 33. I don't know how he got that thing away. First of all, I'm not sure how he caught it because it was over his head. He had to leap as high as he could and then got it away. Great job by the freshman from Southern Pines, North Carolina, as the Dukes get the football back. That 2-5 again showed up in the backfield, almost got his foot on the block, Jalen Walker. Jalen Walker, he is going to be special, I think. He came across and almost got that punt. And he that was on a rugby style after he had to catch it, so he had to come a long way to, to try and even get a chance to block it. That's exactly right. Cole Johnson with Lorenzo Bryant Jr. as his back. Clayton Cheatham will go in motion. He's a wing on the right side now. Two receivers that way. Zone read, handoff to Lorenzo, has a seam. Cuts up inside and then backpedals for more yardage. Up the near side numbers to the 38. He gains five on first down. Well, a three, four, five a lot of times right now. Four-man front now for Elon in that line. Torrance Williams, the big defensive end, jumped on the back of Lorenzo Bryant for JMU. This is a defense that's only giving up 363 yards per game, and the Dukes went for 333 in the first half. And how many times now have they scored Dukes in the red zone when Elon has been nation, leading the nation? Yes, and five for five after that opening one that they didn't get in. Here's another handout to Lorenzo. Big hole, first down run, cuts back to the 50-yard line, and then pushed forward for more yardage to the 47-yard line as he's able to get 15 yards there. And another Ergie's cheesesteak first down as Lorenzo's starting to get free. And, Bigger holes starting to open up. They ran over the left side that time with Leon Fernando. So Lyle's done a good job today. Yeah, they really have. They began by by just protecting extremely well. And now with Elon kind of on their heels, as you said, Dave, so well, seems developing. First down 10 now from the Elon 47-yard line. Another zone read. Latrell's got nowhere to go. The first man there to help make the tackle was defensive tackle. Paris Lowry, a freshman from Lynchburg, South Carolina. Gain of one. Well, Elon came into this ballgame, fans, playing the best ball of the, of the year. Davis Cheek was red hot, the national FCS offensive player of the year, the national, much less the CAA. I mean, his last two games, 29 of 37 for 332 and three scores. Then last week, 27 of 31 for 328 and two scores. That's that's those crazy. Are, those are crazy numbers. Here's a keep by Cole Johnson. Big hole around the right side. He slides down for a first down run at the 36-yard line. A gain of 10 for Cole Johnson. He's been kind of slippery with that the entire year because folks pay attention to the backs for this football team. And Cole obviously got the touchdown last week, but we saw a touchdown against Weber. He's done a great job of pulling when he needs to and getting enough yards for first downs and touchdowns. Dave, I like your description of slippery because that's exactly what it is. And the running back for JMU, the Palmer, got blown up in the backfield. So good thing he held on. At the 36 of Elon now, another Ergie's cheesesteak first down. Turn, give, out of the pistol formation. Running left side as Lorenzo just, he bullies his way forward for about four here to the 32. He just... Was that Lorenzo have, or Palmer? It was I think Palmer. Palmer. Yeah. Yep, it was Palmer. But he just puts his shoulder pads down low and doesn't really shake on you. He just tries to run you over. He does like the contact. He's told us that. Yep. So he will get four yards there again. No Percy J. Obese. No Austin Daniels. Or Austin Douglas, excuse me. Single coverage on the far side all alone. Both those backs injured. Kalon Black is out for the season. Another handoff trying to find a hole as Latrell. Great tackle this time. Here's Cole Coleman, the safety, who helps him up as well. But a great tackle from the free safety playing all, run support that time. All CAA performer, and that was textbook. Both hands. It was. Helmet right at the knees. 
grabbed the feet and set him down. Could have given him a yard. Kept, if Cole had kept that, he would yeah. have been running for a while. I guess they don't probably want him to keep it a ton. Once no. in a while. They're down five football at the Elon 31-yard line. Under three to play now here in the third quarter. 38 to 14, James Madison. Passing play here? Potentially. Antoine will go in motion. Four receivers set. Three to the far side right now, and Cole will throw it. No completions here after halftime. Going to take a shot. Wide open, Devin Ravenel. He makes the catch at the four-yard line and dives inside the pylon. Touchdown, JMU. 31 yards to Devin Ravenel. His second career receiving touchdown. Cole could have gone just about anywhere with that ball, Dave Rickard. He had Antoine Wells in the flat, wide open right side, but he saw the uncover at the seven-yard line. And to the far pylon it went. And a beautiful strike. And diving in just to get that ball across that end line. He stretched it out. Did Ravenel. Welcome back, Ravenel. And Cole Johnson now has set a new single-game record with six passing touchdowns. And with that reception by Devin Ravenel, he's the fifth different receiver to catch a touchdown in the football game, which is a new school record as well. So two school records on one play as JMU extends its lead to 45-14 to over Elon with 2.39 to play here in the third quarter. We're going to break, come back with a kickoff as we continue with James Madison football on the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network. Well, 10 points in the third quarter here for the JMU Dukes. A Ratke field goal, and there a seven-play, 67-yard drive, 335. 31-yard touchdown catch, Devin Ravenel, and he's had two big catches today in this ballgame. And, Dave, why don't you repeat that, that record that we just heard? Because we're seeing history being made here this afternoon no for doubt. our listeners at home. So Cole Johnson with his sixth touchdown pass of this football game is a new school record, so he, he had tied it previously in the first half. He has six in this football game, which is a new school record. And now five different receivers have a touchdown reception in the football game. First time in school history that has happened. It had only been four in a game who had caught at least a one touchdown in a football game. So five different receivers have a touchdown in this game. A new school record for James Madison. The offense hitting on all cylinders today. And they're blowing out a really good football team. 45-14. to 14. This is exactly what this team needed, to come back home and play well. They had won three in a row, and they had been playing really good defense during this stretch. Well, Elon had won at Richmond here a few weeks ago, 20-7. to 7. They beat uh, Maine at Maine, 33-23, and they defeated New Hampshire at New Hampshire, 24-10. So not a lot of points given up there by Elon coming into this contest on a three-game winning streak. And... They've had three games on the road that they've won, but not so here today for the JMU Dukes. Remember, this was a 14-14 game pretty early in the second quarter. Yeah. There's a kickoff fair catch called for and made by the safety who's back there, and that is Shamari Wingard. You know, it seems like the times that Elon has to call for the fair catch, they could have returned it. And times where they <laughs> yeah. have returned it, it's where you Probably would have called a timeout, yeah. right, because right. they're kicking it, kicked it to the corner. But as it be, it'll start at the 25 once again. Let's see if we get See the same defensive unit out there. We start to see a few young yeah, people play, but we'll see. Mateo Jackson's in there. Jalen Green, Abby mm-hmm. Okonji, Tony, Tony Thurston's out above. there. Also, we see Jordan Funk is out there as well. Yeah, good-looking tackle on the right side. We're in that 55. Davis Cheek will sling it in the, in the flat, incomplete. Chris Chakonecki was there waiting for another big hit as McKinley Witherspoon could not handle it as Davis Cheek. 
He's now 11 of 21 in the football game, just about 50%. And he was 10 of 14 at one point, so he's won for his last seven. And again, his last two games, 27 of 38, or 20, 20, excuse me, 29 of 37 and 27 of 31. He had to get rid of that ball mighty early. And that Three receivers on the near side, right? Witherspoon will come in motion across the formation. Cheek. Steps up under pressure again. Abby almost got to him. Now going to scramble again. Dump it short to Parham, who takes a big hit, spins, and will get gang tackled for a gain of three yards. Game of contact, huh? Chris Chukwinecki was there. Also, is that Tuck? Yep, Diamante gets up a little bit slow. He came in there and laid the hit on, but may have taken more of the punishment, I think, (laughs) think delivering it on that one, but he's okay. I think he might have hit his own teammate that time, Uh, too. I think they collided on that sandwich of of Parham after just a three-yard gain. All of a sudden, Elon is in another third-down situation, and when you think about since the first quarter, Elon has been behind the sticks quite a bit here this They have missed their last five third downs. They were four for five to begin the game, and they had four in a row at one point in time. Credit to the defense of being very aggressive. Snap to Davis Cheek is waist high. Under pressure again, steps up. Being chased by Diamante Tucker Dorsey. He'll try to get to the sticks, and he will get there. Good job. He didn't quite have the angle, so Davis Cheek able to outrun him to the boundary and get to the 36-yard line for a gain of eight, and they will move the chains for the first time offensively here in the second half without it being a penalty. 45-14, JMU. Strong safety Wayne Davis came on a blitz, got cut down nicely by the back, and that created that seam. Cheeks took advantage. Cheek took advantage of it. Ran over to the Elon bench as the Elon go left to right here in the fourth quarter, for third quarter. One eighteen left in the third, almost to the fourth. Pistol formation shifts to the shotgun. Davis Cheek under pressure again. Nowhere to go with it. Throws it away. Pressure again. Was that Ebin Mubaku Akonji? It was. <laughs> again, every time he's out there, he's just making plays. The Minnesota transfer has done a heck of a job, and he's. They'll need him in the future to, to, to be an every-down type player, but he can be kind of a situational player right now and just cause some havoc. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. I think he realizes that I'm in here to do one or two things. I don't have to do everything, but I can do this very well. And we're starting to see him mature as a football player for JMU. Cheese Surratt has checked in. Yeah, yes, been in a couple of plays. Joss, they call him Cheese. He's the free safety right now. Jackson Mateo is in one of the linebackers. And Sam, kid. kid playing the Chris Chukwinecki spot. The rover, and he's going to get a sack as Sam came off the edge. Davis Cheek steps up, and Sam Kidd gets the sack for Sam. That is his first career sack. He makes the tackle back at the 31-yard line. You know what made that even more impressive in a way? Jalen Thomas had him engaged. The, the running back had him engaged, and he fought off the block of a senior running. I mean, the junior running back, and able to circle in and get that sack off the end. And he continues to raise his game as a defensive player for JMU. Sam from Reston. As he went to James Madison High School, didn't have to change a lot of his stuff. Went to James Madison changes, High School. A little color changes, yeah, but the but name stays the same for absolutely. him. Third and long, third down 15, the rain pouring here at Bridge Four Stadium. Davis Cheek out of the shotgun formation. 19 seconds left, third quarter. JMU rolling right now. Davis Cheek will step up, nowhere to go. Fires it short, and it's going to be dropped this time by Jordan Bonner, the redshirt sophomore from Carrollton, Georgia. The Purdue transfer can't hang on. It's incomplete, and the Dukes give up one first down and force a punt again as Elon has not been across midfield here in the second half. Well, that was a quick shut down, I mean, a check down across the middle. He was only going to be about a four-yard completion at least first before yards after the catch, and Cheek threw it off his shoulder pad behind him. So this rush has gotten to Davis Cheek, and this third quarter has been They've been raining on the Elon Parade. Yeah. 
nothing doing for the for the Phoenix really since early second quarter. They had back-to-back drives and nearly got a block punt. Meehan was right there. It's a short punt. He forced a shank. Yerk went down, wanted some contact, but Meehan and Kidd were both right there. Nearly got a block. Good field position for JMU's offense. Football at the 42-yard line in their own territory with three seconds left here in the third quarter. James Madison leading the Elon Phoenix 45-14. to Well, it's been a team effort This team needed this. You know, you're absolutely right because they've been, you know, you think about it. The Dukes have been getting really good special teams play in the last few weeks. Defense last week I thought may have played its best game in some time. Offense is now really started to click as far as the, the passing game and what they've been able to do. 428 yards of offense right now, and they've limited a very talented very Elon talented. offense to 171 yards. Yeah, 131 through the air and 33 on the ground. I think 33 is what they had at the half. No, they had 37 rushing yards, so a minus four. <laughs> They're going backwards. Pretty big hole this time for Latrell Palmer, breaking tackles. Nearly a first down run on the opening. It will be. It's going to give him 10 across midfield. Up the left hash to the 48 into Elon territory, and that's how our third quarter ends with a 10-yard run. By Latrell Palmer. At the end of three, James Madison leading the Elon Phoenix 45 to 14 here in CAA play in Harrisonburg. We'll come back for the last 15 minutes of football as we continue right here with James Madison Football on the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network. Well, three chapters completed this afternoon's ball game here at Bridge Forest Stadium. CAA action for you and the Dukes in the uh, third quarter had 105 yards of total offense in, in bad conditions in bad, <laughs> absolutely where you're looking to pound the football and throw it minimally at this point so far cole johnson as we've said having a record-setting day 22 of 25 307 six touchdowns a school record as well in this a quarterback rating of 270 oh my oh my other individual palmer with 18 carries and 68 yards as long of 10 on the ground antoine wells eight catches he's been money today long of of uh, 35 here this afternoon in this particular ball game. Some other scores around the CA real quick. Maine yeah. took care of Rhode Island 45-24. Richmond beat New Hampshire up in New Hampshire. They won that game 35-21. Villanova lost today to home to William and Mary 31-18. Towson leading Albany in the fourth quarter 31-17. And a final score, Delaware hangs on to defeat a, a winless Dixie State team in non-league play 17-10. And again, our score 45 to 14. One other score update. The James Madison volleyball team is tied for first in the CAA. They played New Northeastern today, who's also tied for first, and swept them 25-17, 15, and 16. A dominant win for Coach Steinbrecher's team. They play again tomorrow against Northeastern inside Godwin Hall. So they are playing very good. They're tied for first right now in the CAA. Well, if you haven't seen volleyball at this level, you really need to come out to Godwin. We're looking across the field here at Godwin Hall right in front of us, and uh, it is certainly a treat to watch it played and played well. And the Dukes are certainly doing that. A lot of great things happening around the campus uh, athletically. It's a, it's here a, in the it's fall. A, it's a big time right now for JMU really Athletics. <laughs> and, uh, of course, for many, many reasons. Yes. Of course, basketball opening up soon. Looking uh, forward to getting that. ready for that. Yeah, absolutely. Two good teams on the hardwood it should be this winter. The ladies and the men. Cole Johnson, the offense back out there. Now moving left to right. Clayton Cheatham will come in motion. First play of the fourth quarter up 45-14. to 14. Turns gives. Big hole for Latrell Palmer. He's on the first down run as he backpedals across the 38 to the 37-yard line. There's 11 more for Latrell Palmer. Back-to-back first down runs for Latrell. They're starting to find bigger holes now as they're wearing down this Elon defense. Yeah, the O-line and the D-line. The O-line is now winning this out, and Elon kind of back on their heels. 
So they get back into Phoenix territory. Football inside the 40, down to the 37-yard line. They move left to right. Far left hash mark for Cole Johnson on the offense. Wells and Thornton come to the near side right. Coach Signetti talked in pregame that Wells and Thornton need to have big games. They did. Kelly Mitchell is one of the tight ends now on the left side. Counterplay. Following Clayton Cheatham is Latrell on a pretty good tackle this time by the linebacker for Elon to step up. It's still about a four-yard gain. Trey Allsbrook, the true freshman linebacker, the number two tackler on this team. How many times we called his name today? Not many. Not many. And again, JMU's offense has not been stopped a whole lot today. So the timeout on the field, is it injury or? Ronnie Altman's now that left tackle, so Liam Fanato may have played his last play for JMU, the All-American left tackle for JMU. Now it's Latrell who's going to walk off slowly. So, And Liam's standing. He's fine. He's not injured or anything. Just going to rest him right now because this is his first action since game one. So good to see Liam get back on the field, and looks like he held up just fine. 20 carries on the afternoon for Latrell and some tough hits that last one. 83 yards. Bell. Lorenzo Bryant Jr. with seven carries is out there. We'll see if he gets his eighth right here, and he will. Good cut. Lorenzo to the 30, and we'll get three yards up the middle. Second, make it third down and short. Third and about three yards on the Elon 30-yard line as the Dukes continue to move the football in the rain. What yeah. encouragement can the Elon coaches give their defense? They played a lot of snaps yeah. today on that defensive side. Take a look at the number of plays the Dukes have run. 59 to 43 right now. Yeah. I even thought it was more than that. I did too. I, I you know, thought you were going to tell me it was about <laughs> 65 at this yeah. point. And I thought it was going to be about 2 to 1, the ratio, True. but not quite that yet. Lorenzo to the right of Cole Johnson now. They're going to throw this on third down and three. Cole under pressure. He's going to get sacked for the first time. They brought a blitz that time. Williams and, off the edge will yep. get credit. Torrance Williams, the redshirt junior from Burlington, North Carolina, gets the sack, and they will lose yardage, and they will have to punt the football for just a second time in this game. Cole uh, realized what was happening. He kind of kind of allowed that to be, let himself get sacked a little bit in that yeah. situation, not wishing to uh, try to drive forward and to risk injury. And one thing, too, with I, I think they had a run blitz on, trying to stop the run on I third agree. down, and all of a sudden when you try and drop back and don't have enough guys to, to handle that run blitz, all of a sudden nowhere for Cole to go with the football. So Harry O'Kelly in a great position here to nail one in the coffin corner if he wants to. From the 35, he had a great punt earlier. He will try and pin it inside the five-yard line. It's going to be caught by Chris Thornton at the five-yard line. <laughs> they play catch. I talked to Harry a few weeks back, and he talked about playing Australian football. And they, instead of throwing it to each other, they kick it to each other. So he does that all the time, and they work to perfection. Chris Thornton makes the catch at the five-yard line, and that's where Elon will start when we return. Timeout on the field, 12-10 to go in the fourth quarter. James Madison all over Elon, 45-14 here at Bridgeforth as we continue with James Madison football on the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network. Well, today's game is presented by United Bank. United Bank has truly free checking right from the start. United free checking, no minutes, uh, no minimums or hidden fees. JMU fans, visit United Bank in Harrisonburg for your banking needs today. Well, JMU started the scoring off this afternoon, an eight-yard pass to Clayton Cheatham. Nice to see the tight ends get involved there. It was 7-0. Elon bounced back back. It was 7-7. Dukes went up 14-7 on a, a Reggie Brown catch of four yards out. Elon then uh, tied it on a Cortez Weeks catch from Davis Cheek. Chris Thornton went 58 yards. Well, it was a big play in this first half, and um, Dukes went up 21 to 14. Then th- two more scores. Antoine Wells from six yards out on a touchdown pass. Wells again. 
with 13 yards. That made it 35 to 14. And here in the third quarter, Ethan Ratke's 32-yard field goal, and Devin Ravenel catches a touchdown pass, 31 yards, to make it 45 to 10. And we may see Billy Atkins on the next drive. He's warming up on the sideline now. The backup quarterback for James Madison. I've not seen him since week number two. Been impressive in, in practice, no for question. Sure, I think. He's, I think you and I both think he could be pretty special. He's got an electric arm and just uh, he's got starting to mature a little bit. You can see him handling things in practice better and better. 12-10 left, fourth quarter, 45-14. Cheek and the offense backed up against their own five-yard line. Handoff running the right side and a big hole. A lot of room to run to the 15-yard line, 20 between the hash and the numbers, the 25-30. And this is Jalen Thomas. And, again, it gets a lot of backups right now for James Madison. They give up their most explosive run of the football game as they get out to the 34 for a gain of 29 yards. Well, Francis Meehan came from his safety position, got in the hole, could not wrap up. And that allowed that to go nobody much behind him at that point. Jalen Walker in at linebacker comes on a blitz. They dump it to Thomas out of the backfield. Chief Serrata's over there to force him to the boundary for just a two-yard gain to the 36-yard line. Jalen Walker came on a blitz that time from his inside linebacker position. He and Mateo Jackson are the two backers right now for the Dukes. Josh Serrat, you call him Cheese, and he likes that name. He does. Did he tell you how he got that name? I haven't heard. No, he hasn't told me that. We'll have to ask. Yeah. The Cheese is out there. (laughs) Ross and Taurus Carroll at the corners. Chris Chukaneki is back out there as well. Jalen Green at one of the defensive ends. Tony Thurston is out there. The handoff right at the middle of McKinley Witherspoon. He's their bigger back, and he's going to go for about three yards now, four to the 41-yard line. Mike third down on about four, three coming up. Mike Wilcox also was in on that defensive series, the right defensive end. Played some uh, early in the season. Haven't seen Mike that much. Sophomore from Hanover, Virginia. Yeah. Now the Dukes bring back their front They bring line. the starters back in for this <laughs> third down and three, don't they? Right, they want to get, they want to get another punt, and then I'm sure we won't see them for a while. They, well, they want to see the offense back out there, see if Billy can get some snaps. So Mike Green, Isaac Ukwu, James Carpenter, and Bryce Carter back out there for the Dukes, that D-line. Third okay. down three. Mateo Jackson stays in at the linebacker slot. As does Jalen Dorsey. Walker. Here comes a blitz off the outside. Davis Cheek will step up. Has a lot of room to run on a first down and more to the 50 and slides across the 45. He'll mark him at the 43-yard line. So he will scramble for almost 13, 14 yards that time. Dukes were in a man defensively in the secondary. All their backs were turned to the quarterback. So once Cheek broke the line of scrimmage, he had to cruise. Quick bubble screen to the right side. Here's Dotry again. He got the first touchdown from Davis Cheek on a wheel route from his inside receiver spot. He goes for six here beyond the numbers. He's out to the 37-yard line into JMU territory. Best drive of the second half for the Phoenix. Cheese Harat with that tackle. Play action pass. Davis Cheek, plenty of time this time. Surveys the field. Can't give him that much time. He'll find a receiver. This time he does. It's Brayboy making his first catch across the 25 to the 24-yard line on a deep dig that time. And he moves the chains again as Elon now inside the 25-yard line. Hurry up, hurry up. And we'll go again, and now it's going to be a false start. I don't think they were set. They were hurrying so much that I don't think they were set on the offense. Snap infraction. Offense. Five-yard penalty. First down. <laughs> they just said snap infraction offense because I think it was about everybody. <laughs> and no one was really set. There wasn't a particular number that time, so they're behind the sticks at first and 15. Football back at the 29 in James Madison territory. Nine and a half to go fourth quarter. Jam, you in command of this football game. 
45 to 14. Dukes needed that uh, break there. As Jim uh, Elam was getting a head full of steam. Defense need to reset. Weatherspoon will go in motion out of the backfield of the right side. Five receiver set for Davis Cheek. Good snap to him. Has plenty of time. Will step up and then dump it short to Daughtry over the middle. And he's stuck. Good tackle by Kidd at the 16-yard line. But they're going to give him forward progress to the 15, and he's going to pick up 14 yards on that play. You saw how good Cheek was from the quarterback position in that particular throw. He waited for his receiver to run through the zone that the Dukes were in. Boy, if he's, if he's got time, he's deadly. Absolutely. And the difference has been yes. the, the pressure. Here's a handoff and a spin move and a first down. Good balance that time by McKinley Witherspoon. He almost spun himself into the ground and finally goes down at the six for a gain of nine and a first down for Elon. They have a first and goal. First time here in the second action. Actually, the first time in the game they've had a first and goal because their touchdowns have come from beyond the 10-yard line. Weatherspoon gets a handoff. Great block. Stiff arm down to the two, down to the one. Won't quite get there. It'll be second and goal from the one-yard line. There's a host of defenders there to help make the tackle for James Madison, including Wayne Davis. So second and goal from the one. Duke's one of the top defensive teams in the country. Davis Cheek will keep it, slips and falls, and lost a yard back to the two. Zone read, and good job by Isaac. It was a correct call by the quarterback. He looked to hand off inside and pulled it. Would have had the opening, but as he went to make his plant put with the right, cutting to the right in front of the marching Royal Dukes, he slipped and fell down. And uh, we've got an injured JMU player down in the middle of that lineman. I believe that's Chris Chuck Winecki. He's playing at a high level right now, too. That's one thing with... He's in a spot, too, to just make plays. He, at that rover spot... Diamante, Tucker Dorsey at the will spot. Those are guys that kind of can do multiple things He's on had a defense. Gr- right. He's had a great game. Sam Kidd's had a good ball game today. It's some of those people that are filled in after they lost MJ Hampton due to the targeting. And the good thing about it is they're not working on extremities or knees or ankles. They're kind of just talking to him, and he may have just had his bell rung just a little bit. Getting rolled up, slow getting up, but off under his own power. Looks like they're going to take immediate timeout, so we'll step aside. 8.05 to go here in the fourth quarter. James Madison 45, Elon 14. You're listening to James Madison Football on the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network. Well, CarMax is a proud to be the season-presenting sponsor of JMU Football. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Well, in this game today, the tone was set very early, Mr. Riggert. We thought we might see some fireworks today offensively, and... Uh, really didn't disappoint here in this football game. <laughs> it started the way the last few games have done with the uh, Dukes getting into the red zone but not getting any points. They've been able to get points, no touchdowns, and again, they got stopped with three chances at the one-yard line. You're thinking, oh, man, here we go again. But since that point in time, it's been all James Madison. They had five consecutive drives that ended in touchdowns. All right. Interesting, uh, when you look at the drives for Elon today, three plays, six plays, 11 plays. They scored on the 11-play drive, three plays, three plays, one, three, three, four, six. This is a 10-play drive. That's a lot of short drives without points. This is by far their best drive. This began at their own five-yard line. They're out on the two now with a third and goal. They're going to go I-formation. Don't see that very much. And now a timeout for JMU. First charge timeout. I don't think James they had Madison. seen it much either. <laughs> I did not see, in, you know, in scouting and watching their games, I did not see an I-formation out of them, but... Uh, by the way, in that third quarter, Elon had negative one yards of total offense. 16 plays and negative one yards of offense and no points in that third quarter of play. And, again, the conditions, they've lightened. It's not raining nearly as hard. It's not. It's a little more windy. 
Rain is still kind of misting down right now, but not pouring like it was earlier. So the Dukes had 105 in the third. You said negative, negative one. one. Okay. Antoine Wells, by the way, his third 100-yard game of the season, fifth of his young career. You mentioned still a young player. He's a redshirt freshman. <laughs> we kind of forget about that with yes, him. Yes, we do. Big game for Antoine. Eight for and Chris almost had a 100-yard game. Five for 95. Cole Johnson, 307, six TDs. And now the Dukes have too many guys. No, they didn't have enough on the football field and still stop them. It was 11 on 10. James Carpenter wasn't out there or was it might have been. Is that an illegal substitution play. or something or what? It's at least offsides because James Carpenter is running onto the field from the sideline out of the timeout. He wasn't on there. So he was, and now Diamante getting into it with the Elon offense. But James Carter was running onto the field. He was on the offensive side of the football. Offside. Yeah. Defense. Number 99. He, he was way offside. Was. Third down. And he's trying to explain to defensive coordinator for JMU, Corey Heatherman, wait a minute now. You said to go. And I'm going. And Corey nodded his head. You know, that can't happen on out of a timeout, though. <laughs> you wouldn't think so. And now, as I say that, the rain's starting to, to fall even more. Fall at the one-yard line now. The third and goal. They didn't get in, by the way, and they only had 10 defenders out there for the Dukes. Now it's 11 on 11, and quarterback sneak, and he reaches over. The ball no! comes out, but he was across the goal line. Oh, I thought the Dukes took it away. Yep, he was across the goal line. Oh, Kai Holmes has and is running the other direction. Rolling on the field is a touchdown. He's going to go all the way to the end zone, but, you know, but still. It just has to break the plane. Davis Chica, quarterback sneak, reached it up over the top. The ball got hit out, but if it breaks the plane, it doesn't have to do the ball. The touchdown is under further review. So they'll review it, but I'm pretty sure he held it there for a while before it got knocked out. You know out. what? I, I, I don't disagree with you, but that was I think quite a do. play by Holmes because he took it out of his hands disagree. when he extended it over. And uh, the line judge, of course, has the best view. Yeah, and as long as that thing breaks the plane, then it's, it's dead. It's a touchdown. Some of the Dukes in the sideline looked at the replay. See if they show it to us again. They're saying, no, that's not in. Kyle Holmes uh, continued down the sideline. He finished it off just in case. Yeah, absolutely. All right, here's the look. Yeah, he's across. Does look like he had the ball far over the line, more, more than he needed. Yeah, that's a TV. After review, the ruling on the field is confirmed. Touchdown. But I like the fact that Duke's defense continued to compete at that point, not just let that happen. So Davis cheeked the rushing touchdown on the quarterback sneak, his third rushing touchdown of the season. And Elon gets on the board here in the second half. It's now 45-20. to 20. We have 7.48 to play about halfway through this fourth quarter. On for the PAT. Skyler Davis, the junior. Line drive will get right through there, and it is good. Timeout on the field with 7.48 to go in the fourth quarter. JMU 45, Elon 21. You're listening to James Madison Football on the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network. Well, the Dukes with a great first half and then a really solid third quarter have exhausted uh, Elon, and this, th- this fourth quarter has kind of been one of, oh, well, but a 95-yard drive will not make Coach Signetti particularly happy. 11 plays, used four minutes and 22 seconds, the one-yard run. A one-yard, yeah, run by Davis Cheeks. He stretched it out for his third touchdown on the ground this year. Well, an impressive drive for Elon. They were kind of a hot mess in the third quarter. So in the, in the, well, the mess fourth. would be a good way to do it. <laughs> but the defense created that mess. Absolutely, absolutely. But an impressive drive. And, again, they've, they have to play. Again, their schedule, this was kind of uh, 
they're a fork in the road, so to speak. They had won three in a row, but they come to Bridgeport today. Next week, they host Villanova. So all of a sudden, they go back home and host Nova after a tough loss by Villanova today to William & Mary, who was ranked fourth in the country. And that's going to be no gimme for Nova. I mean, this is a team that's going to want to bounce back. And they've got playoff aspirations, too. But with a loss today, all of a sudden, they probably have to win out yeah, to they, do that. It'd so, be must but, win. but with a win over Nova, then their last two games, Towson and Rhode Island, very winnable games. So if they could get by Nova next week, all of a sudden, that puts them in the playoff conversation, I think. You know, think of the play today. The secondary has stepped up. You know, there were some people talking, and I have certainly brought it up. Could the secondary stand up today to Davis Cheek in this offense? I think they played one heck of a ball game because we saw him having to pull, agree, the, yeah. pull the ball down and try to check to other receivers. Then you add that, the play of the linebackers and the play of that front four with pressure, and it was just a, 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 a real storm. They may try onside kick here. They will fake to come to the near side, go left side, and it's a pretty good kick. It's loose and free. Stroba had it and then couldn't grab it, and I think Elon recovers an onside kick. They do. It was almost like nobody wanted that ball. Everybody was kind of running away from it. It passed by it, the first they line. They let it go too far, it looked like, and then Stroba was trying to get it. They faked coming to the near side and went to the far side and not able to grab it, and I think Jack's going to kind of limp off the football, throws the defense right back on the field. Kevin Curry had his first shot at it, backup wide receiver on that front line. It angled right towards the Elon bench, and you just had a feeling the front line didn't want any part of it, it appeared. No, they didn't. And they were trying to get a block, and the back couldn't get over there to cover. Well, well constructed. So Coach Heatherman's going to send his starting defense back out there now. There's enough is enough. Let's go. Yeah, Let's like stop to, these guys. I can certainly see. Josh Surratt is back at free safety now, playing him a little bit more in the free. Zonima stays in at one of the linebacking shots. Everybody Kidd else is, is the star, except for Sam Kidd and Josh Surratt. Right. First down 10 from the 48 in JMU territory for Elon and Davis Cheek. Back to throw Cheek, being hounded. He's going to throw it up for grabs. And, boy, he had palm open, but because of the pressure, he threw it essentially out of bounds and threw it away. If he could have had a little bit more time, that's an easy connection with Jackson Parham, his top receiver. <laughs> walking back to the line after that play, and Mike Green's walking alongside Davis Cheek, and you can see him talking to him. <laughs> Not that. sure what the conversation We'd was. We'd love to have a mic on that yeah, one, wouldn't absolutely, we? Absolutely. Probably need that seven-second delay, but... <laughs> I'll be coming back to visit you soon. Right? <laughs> exactly right. 7.39 to go here in the fourth quarter. Jam you up 45-21. Davis Cheek out of the shotgun formation. Gets the snap. Here comes some pressure again. The pocket collapses. He goes down. Back Mike in Green. James Madison territory is Mike Green, the first man there. Bryce Carter also close to him. It's a loss of six in the play. Back to the 46 of JMU. Another sack on the season for JMU. And, of course, a sack to give back as uh, Food Line Peds just donated another 1,000 meals to the neighbors right here in the Harrisonburg area. So Big Mike was coming right back. Yes, he was. <laughs> He's lined up over the right guard right now. He's moved around a little bit on that defensive line. Third down, 16 for Cheek in the offense. Three receivers to the left side. He looks that way. Fires on an out pass. Going to be complete trying to find some yardage, and it will be a tackle right there by Chris. No. Actually, coming in for the first time is Jamari Currents, the backup corner, who makes the tackle shy of the first down, but it was probably four-down territory. If you're going to try an onside kick, you're likely going to go for it here. So it's fourth and five after an 11-yard completion. Isaac Wuku, the right defensive end for JMU, picked up the left, the right, uh, the left tackle and drove him back into Cheek's face. What a 10-yard game. 
Fourth down and five yards to go. In motion across the formation is Cortez. Weeks on the right side. Three receivers that way. One receiver near side left. Long cadence. Low snap. It's on the ground. It's going to be fumbled and recovered by now. It's still loose. And now JMU will pick it up. They blow the play dead. It doesn't matter. It's a turnover on downs. Even if they don't get the fumble, James Madison takes over. After they got the onside kick, Elon cannot get a first down as JMU's defense stiffens around midfield, and the offense will come out on the football field. Well, they said Diamante Tucky were down. Tucker was down. The referee the came in and marked it. Backwards pass, number two, recovered for the defense. First down. So Diamante Tucker Dorsey caps off a great day this afternoon. He'd already had a sack and interception on the season. Now he gets his first fumble recovery. So he, he couldn't advance the fumble on right. fourth down. Right. So that's what it will be. So Cole Johnson does remain in the football game. I think if they would have got the stop on the previous possession, we probably would have seen Billy Adkins. But the starting O back out there, Lorenzo Bryant gets his carry here for a three-yard gain. Running left is, guard. Running has still been tough for the JMU Dukes yeah, today. 36 carries, 147 yards now. How many teams would take that many yards in this? But in the ball still game. only four yards per carry. They love to be up five, six, five, six, seven, something yeah. like that. Yeah, I agree. Going to take some time off the clock, run this play clock down. JMU in command of this football game. Move, going to move to 7-1, 5-1 in league play, and they're going to be in a tie for first place in the CAA after today because of Villanova's loss to William & Mary. Both tight ends will shift now to the right side of this offense. Zach Horton is in there, refreshment tight end. Cole Johnson gets the chest-high snap, handoff to Lorenzo, trying to find a seam. Good little shake. He's going to be about three yards shy of the sticks. Little cut back and counter this time. Talk about Zach Horton, the freshman out of Rona, got a little bit of a pancake block on that outside. Almost sprung that. Six got an four, injured two forty four. Injured Elon Phoenix player sitting down at the line of scrimmage. Could be more of a cramp. That's Hillman, the linebacker. Third down three coming up for JMU is time out to look at him and get him off. I, I think it is a cramp. Yeah. So both offense and defense will coach their coaching staffs. Temperatures cooled off with that rain coming through. It wasn't real warm already. It was in the 57 or 55, mm-hmm. somewhere in that range. And then you can feel the cool air settling into the valley. Well, wherever you have been today, we've certainly enjoyed having you with us. Stick around for our postgame show. Listen to Coach Signetti and all the players that join us after the game in the JMU postgame. I think there was some movement. I think it was Antoine Wells that moved. Ball start. Offense, number seven. Five-yard penalty, third down. He just looked fast, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's... Where, where are you going probably <laughs> at this point in the ballgame, right? Especially a receiver on the outside. Probably that should never happen. I think that's a second for Antoine this year. Probably a running play anyway. Yes. You know. I was looking at him after he made it, and he was walking back to his teammates, <laughs> just thumping his chest going, that's oh, man, my, my bad. Uh, third down. They're eight now. The ball at the on the Elon side of the football field, and they're going to run to the right side, nowhere to go. He's going to even lose a yard this time, back to the 48-yard line. So instead of a third and three, it turns into a third and eight. They lose one. It's fourth and nine at the 49-yard line. So JMU will have to punt the football again with Harry O'Kelly. It looks like it's one thing with this team that we've uh, talked about really probably since the Weber game is finishing games the right way. Didn't finish the right way, even though it was a blowout at the time. Give up two late scores. and Well, Coach is going to be satisfied with three-quarters of play. Yep. But, but he says we need to play them all. Mm-hmm. 
and it was difficult after that third quarter for the JMU to maintain the emphasis. But what I did like is that they maintained it out of the half. No question. You know, they, they kept the momentum after the break and, and was able to. Delay of game, offense, five-yard penalty, fourth down. So Kelly will get a chance to put a full leg into this one. Give him a little bit more room to work with, but again, he'll have to hit this one pretty good because now it's across midfield into JMU territory back at the 47-yard line. Kyle Davis will snap it. On the money as always. Low line drive kick, and it's going to get inside the 10, and it checks up again. <laughs> it's stopped by Sam Kidd. He keeps it out of the end zone, and it'll be dead about the five-yard five line, five or six. Yep. Yeah. I don't know what he does, but he's he needs to show me how to do that with my chip shot because he's able to check that thing right up to the hole. Backspin, baby. That's the one thing. We were joking with him last week. and <laughs> With O'Kelly. Yes, with, with Harry O'Kelly. And he, he knew exactly how many touchbacks he's had in his career. Now, he was wrong, <laughs> so he didn't know exactly. He said he only had 11 in his career. No, he said he had like 9 or 10 or whatever it was, but he has 11. So he's only yeah, I think a, he was under 10 is what he I said. I think he had like nine, 8 or 9 is yeah. what he said. He has 11 in his career, but that's out of 200 and now 20-plus punts. And many of those, I believe, came in his freshman year. Here is the – and that five of them came as freshman year. Yeah, five go. in his first year, two second, two third, one in the spring, and one here so yeah, far I, this I knew season. that his freshman year, just learning the game, he didn't know any of the rules when he got here. He truly did not know how to play this game. So he has 94 now – what, 97 now because there's three today. 97 punts inside the 20 and only 11 touchbacks. That's a pretty incredible stat. Just we're, a two-yard gain there. We're going to miss Mr. O'Kelly. Another Aussie coming in, though. That's true. Three minutes to play here in the fourth quarter. 45-21. There's a slant caught by a Bray boy. He breaks the first tackle and then helping make the stop this time. Jamar Currents. Ran through Jamari's arms. Kind of slowed him down. Nagi was right there as well. Bryce Carter's still in the ballgame. He's directing that defense. Another backup's in there. Mateo Jackson. I'd like to see Mateo back Free safety right now. Funk is back out there as well. Jalen Walker. <laughs> that right Boy, there's a lot of shifting around. I'm not sure they know exactly where they were going to get lined up. Yeah. Elon gave them time. They didn't go they hurry did, up yeah. on this first down play. I think they're trying to get out of this game as well. Davis Cheek going to set up and throw it left sideline. It's going to be incomplete. Essentially threw it away. Bray Boy was the intended target, but Jamari Kearns had pretty good coverage in the play. Mateo Jackson was in the backfield. Yeah, got a, got a little bit of a hit on the quarterback. Made him give it up early. Came on a delayed blitz. Second and long. 2.18 left to go. 45 points by the Dukes today. Boy, this offense needed needed to feel that. They did. They needed to get back into a rhythm. And, boy, it was a what a rhythm it was in that first half as Cole was 21 of 22 with 20 consecutive completions. That's hard to do seven on seven or just in the backyard with your buddy. With, with nobody standing around. <laughs> just let, two let of alone you guys bearing down to drill you every play. Second and ten for Davis Cheek. Here's a handoff and nowhere to go. Backup running back this time. That was Avery uh, Jones, I think. 17. I thought it was 17. Yeah, it does. Right. I think it it's, be 17. it's, 12. That's Davis it's Malik Cheek. Griffin. 12. They're, yeah. they're, the two and seven look almost identical because they're standing right by each other and it looks like the exact same number. You're right. Their fonts. It is Griffin, 12. Their fonts are a little 
funky. The numbers are, are a strange shape for sure. No excuses. Clock ticks down under two minutes. Third down, seven yards to go. 142 to be exact right now as this clock ticks away in the fourth quarter. It's going to be a JMU victory today. Their third straight. They're going to move to 7-1. and one. Tied atop the CAA. Davis cheek under pressure. He throws it away, and it will. Oh, nearly a great catch. He tried to throw it away, but it nearly stayed in bounds as Sam Kidd was in coverage. The amount of pressure he's been on. He threw that ball off his tiptoe, just trying to get the ball out as the pocket collapsed around him. Did Davis cheek. By the way, with so the win. Is, so he is human. Then. He is, is that right? human. By the way, the, with the win today for the Dukes, the win by William and Mary today, there's a three-way tie atop the CAA. Villanova, James Madison, and William and Mary are now all four and one in league play. The good thing about that is, no, the Dukes I, I still lied play. to you. I lied to you. The okay. Dukes are five and one, so that's they true. got a game in hand because they have a non-conference game. But only next one week. loss, and that's the key. Yes. So they have a game in hand. So there's a fair catch called by Strobin. He will make it at the 36 yard line. So again, JMU with two games remaining, they'll play William and Mary on the road. Yeah, in that's two what's weeks. good about that's, this. That's going to be a big one here in a couple weeks. Hopefully, Elon can take care of William or uh, Villanova next week, and then JMU all of a sudden could have an outright championship. But right now, they control their own destiny to uh, to share at least a conference championship. And they will go into victory formation here with a minute 22. Remaining, Cole Johnson will kneel it down once. Have to do it probably just one more time as James Madison will get a victory here today. You know, they take two yards off that total offense every time you kneel down. That's the bad thing about it. Yeah, it is. I mean, I mean, it looks like, you know, just like with the intentional walk, you should be able to say, <laughs> That's right. I'm going to down this ball or I'm just going to, you know. <laughs> At least it goes as a team rush and not cold. That is true. <laughs> You're correct. But still. You're giving yourself up, essentially. And so yeah, no, kiss, no, no question. So, JMU, 457 yards. Elon gets held under 300. To do that with this offense is impressive. That was a 95-yard drive to yeah. count for, for some of that. That's pretty much the entire offense in the second half. Yes. One more kneel down, and that will do it. James Madison scores five consecutive touchdowns in the first half. They led 35-14 at halftime and roll to a win against a very hot Elon team as they clobber the Phoenix here this afternoon at Bridge Four Stadium. 45-21 as JMU is now tied atop the conference standings with just one loss as they improved to 7-1 and 5-1 in league play. Elon is now 4-4. They are 3-2 in the CAA. We'll get a break. Come back with our postgame show as we continue with James Madison football on the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network.